0: This podcast is sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. We use Podbean to host Dead and
1: Lovely. Download the free Podbean podcast app to start, record, and publish your very own podcast in minutes. It's so easy, even a homeschooler like me can do it. <laughs> Podbean provides everything that you need to run your own podcast that you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your cellular telephone.
0: Download the free Podbean app today. That's P O D
2: B E A N.
0: Check it out! It out.
1: <laughs> well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen and cyborgs, and welcome to the brand newest episode of Dead and Lovely, the greatest horror movie podcast on the entire internet. The entire internet. The whole thing? Yeah, not just a partial internet. No.
0: I Here, mean also partial internet we're we're also the best thing on that too that's true yeah yeah that, no matter what point. percentage of internet we're the best thing still on the it. best mm-hmm. that's right
1: here with the host with the most it's me your good buddy uncle ben me
0: hollywood steve
1: and we are joined by a very special returning guest are you is he the first returning guest the return of the so. king the, the return, return of, the, of king. the king he has <laughs> arrived <laughs> it's mr andy wood who you Woo. guys know from our Musical exploits, our YouTube personas, and also from the Predator episode. Predator. 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 He was on mm-hmm. that Predator episode with us right there. It's my man, Andy Woods. Say hi, Andy.
3: Hello, horror music lovers. Horror music lovers? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Hello, love horror, love music. horror music. Yeah. yeah. Too much horror business. business. A little, yeah. misfits and A little stuff bit like. of that, yeah.
2: For
1: sure, man. Thanks for coming back and being on the show for part of. <laughs> Action August. Action August. Action August. It just seemed like the right move because, you know, you're an action movie kind of guy. You do high kicks. That's my lane. I've seen you walk <laughs> yeah. away from explosions and not turn back at, them. at I don't even know how you yeah. do it.
3: Real life actually turns into slow motion when I do that. Holy yep. shit, really? Mm-hmm. It's impressive. Mm-hmm. That's fucking awesome.
1: So it just <laughs> seemed like a good idea to have you back to talk about today's movie, which is... Let's not even bury the lead here. The greatest action movie of all time, I assume, yeah? We're going to talk, talk about that. We're going to talk about And debate we will. Mm-hmm. But if you want to get straight to the movie review portion, there's a timestamp for you in the podcast description. Right down there. If you check don't want to hang out
0: with us. Head on over there. We don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I don't even care. No, it, it doesn't hurt my feelings. Does B- it hurt ben, your feelings? It, it doesn't at all. <laughs> it's not my feelings. It's fine. Uh so Ben, I have to address an elephant that's not in the room but could be in the room. Uh the the Neon Brainiacs are doing action August They're too. also this doing is action August. great minds think alike. We had no idea they were doing it. They the had no idea where we were doing it. The collective consciousness just spit this out. But I mean, it makes all the sense in the world, right?
3: I'm here for it, dude. yeah.
0: So, I, I'm glad that they just did uh, Predator. hmm So... Yeah.
3: Uh, it wasn't as good as ours. It didn't have you on <laughs> it. No. I mean, I, I checked, that and there was zero percent. All right, no, I have to percent. agree with that. I tell you that much right now. Obviously, if
0: Andy Wood went it, it can't be as good as ours. I guarantee
3: you know,
1: that. I'm sorry, but that's <laughs> yeah. just... You can't argue with the numbers, okay? But-
0: I, we got Ben has been uh, uh, at me because he has had two movies come out recently. One that was uh, uh, kind of like a Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, and yeah. we did Hills Have Eyes and didn't have him on, and and one recently called the Bergeron Brothers that. That just came out. So go it's check out to see Ben's that. movies.
1: Yeah. And mm-hmm. Neon Brainiac is a great show. We were great on their show. pieces episode.
0: Yes, we were.
3: Uh, I got rip shit drunk. <laughs> Me too. Woo. It was a fun <laughs> old episode. I'll tell you Brainiac that. was a pretty solid villain in the old DC Comics. Hell yeah! point.
0: Solid point. And right in here. the Justice League cartoon. And also in and the, the, the Superman cartoon.
3: And in the Injustice video game.
0: Oh, fuck oh, yes. Yeah. Look out. I'll
3: be representing the video game corner of the world today, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Nerd.
1: Let's go slap his books out of his hand. Oh, get those whack! Get those books out get of here, nerd! Get that DS <laughs> out of your hand.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, I'll tell you what—I'm really excited because this is also a special occasion because this is our first time recording in the new fucking studio. Woo! In the new studio. I it thought is it is kind would be boomy in here. I but thought that's it'd be okay. bigger. Aw.
0: Wow, that's what she <laughs> said.
1: Reminds <laughs> me of my honeymoon. Am I right? You're right. Yeah. Reminds yeah. me of my honeymoon. I thought it would be bigger. Hey, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <be> big. are <laughs> on the island of Misfits, <laughs> boys?
1: <laughs> <Mr. Looks> <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I spent my honeymoon on the island of misfit toys. That's yeah. what I did. That's
0: a good place to go. Yeah, it's romantic. It's yeah. nice. A little cold. Uh, a little bit, yeah. A little cold, but it's all right. <laughs> a lot of fucked up toys. Oh, yeah, that's for sure.
1: So, yeah, we're recording in the new studio, um, which also means fucking <laughs> special thanks to my wife. Your wife. My wife. Because I'm telling you guys, like, what a lot of people don't know is that uh, you know, my studio that you've seen and all the YouTube videos and stuff like that over the past mm-hmm. year and a half, since late 2019... That's a wall in our living room. Yep. Also, our living room is our kitchen. Yeah. Also, our
3: living room is our dining room. Also, our living room is my wife's office. It Speaking was very of, cramped. I'd like to just give a shout out to Winnebago for building you such a sweet house. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <It's> very <laughs> nice. Real nice of them.
3: <laughs>
1: it's the home you take with you
3: wherever you go. Up <laughs> there, Clark, is an RV.
1: <laughs> real nice. Right there. So yeah, thanks to my wife for dealing with fucking. Oh, my God. Yeah. All of the horrible, intolerable things that I do with my work for the past year and a half. I
0: definitely didn't help just coming over, farting. Just, you know, like That's you what do. That's what I do. Yep. That's all right. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: So thanks, whatever.
0: <laughs> Time to Kate. Yep. You did it. Shout out
1: to Kate. Most patient woman on earth. That's quite possibly true yeah pretty fucking sure so it's nice to be here in the studio things are still getting set up and all that jazz but we're getting it worked out so yeah needless to say with me getting all this stuff set up and all that i've had myself a busy fucking week but i have had time to watch a thing or two, yeah. if you don't mind me telling y'all about it. Yeah, abouts. tell me
0: about it. What you been watching?
1: I went and seen The Green Knight over at Central mm. Cinema. And this what is was a movie. he up to? Well, he was doing some stuff. He was going on some journeys, some mm-hmm. travel, some adventures. Okay. Um, A lot of people on a group had been talking about this on the Facebook group, and I know it's like super mega hyped and everything right now, and I was really excited to watch it. I watched mm-hmm. the trailer. It looked super purdy. Yeah. Real pretty, real nice-like. Yeah. Um, No spoilers or anything like that. Man, I thought it was boring as fuck. <laughs> fuck, I okay. thought it was just... And you, you guys know I love a slow burn kind of movie. Sure. That. Fuck, it was boring. Okay. okay.
3: So let me ask you this. Visually, just from the trailer, yeah, it reminded me, and I don't know why. Like, I've not compared them back to back. But it reminded me of seeing the trailer of Beowulf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Angelina. Mm-hmm. Like the art mm-hmm. style.
1: It kind of had a little bit of a Pan's Labyrinthy kind of thing visually. Yeah, too. it was yeah. like
3: everything had this like extremely dark background with a little bit of light on. The oh front yeah, it character was dark kind of yeah. thing. Um, I was just wondering if that translated like visually. Yeah. I would say is so. Is it pretty? It's very, very fucking pretty. Yeah, that yeah. is for sure. Like, it is a super
1: gorgeous, extremely well-shot movie. The is it, sets, the costumes, no, everything amazing. No spoilers,
3: amazing. but is it Arthurian? Is it King Arthur and Gawain?
1: Okay, I'm not authorized to answer that question. I'm honestly not familiar at all Because okay. Okay. The, the original story, story yeah.
3: is King Arthur having dinner. This isn't spoilers. This is a, this is a story that's been around for yeah. thousands it is of no years. years. Yes, it's been around, hey, around, around a, a long minute. time. Speaking right. of like, we were... Steve and I were talking at the beginning of the episode. You had a friend say, "Yeah, you give them the quote."
0: Yeah, well, it was on Twitter. I saw somebody say, "Finally, they're making movies uh, based on original properties." <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, man, it's, you have mm. not. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if by original you mean original English, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. One of the <laughs> earliest written <Yeah>. stories <laughs> in human history. Yeah.
3: So, for those that don't know, the Green Knight is an Arthurian tale. Yeah. Um, King Arthur is having uh, a, a feast in New Year's Eve. And giant green knight shows up and says, "Oh, oh, oh yeah, green you knight, know, yeah, exactly." <laughs> that guy shows up with some green beans, with green beans and uh-huh. corns <laughs> and sprout and uh, sprouts. Basically, with him, of he says he, he's going to offer a uh, to bring some festivities, some party favors to the deal to the New Year's Eve. that He's going to allow any of the Knights to prove their worth uh, by striking any blow Mm -hmm. that they want, and he will return the blow one year and one day later. This is so so far accurate. So far, it's what it
1: is. Okay. Only to Christmas instead of a New Year's. Okay, Christmas. Yeah. Crimbus.
3: Okay. Well, so crimbus maybe piece. you know I don't know this, but like back when it was written, it was New Year's and Christmas that they share the same. I don't know. We got to check our calendars on that. Go get Fuzz um, beat on that. Anyways, yeah. long story short, uh, that Gawain goes and chops the knight's head off, and the knight picks his own head up off mm-hmm. the ground and says, Nettle. "I'll return." Uh, off in, I go. In, yeah, in a year and a half. Oh, oh so oh. throughout the year. Gawain proves his valor in many ways to Arthur, and then goes the year and a half arrives. He goes to a uh, on to meet the the Green Knight at an Emerald Castle type mm-hmm. situation, Emerald Fortress. And on his way, he comes across a host, another king, another lord of the land. Yeah. And the lord's wife uh, puts the moves on him. And the, and the lord says, "For uh, the lord of the castle says, I'm going to go out and hunt every day. Whatever I kill on the hunt, I will give to you, Gawain. Whatever you find while you stay at my house, you give to me." The wife keeps making advances on him. Uh, she gives him a kiss, and so the Lord give, brings back a boar. He gives the boar to Gawain. Gawain gives the guy a kiss on a cheek. Yeah, yeah. So the last day, um, this goes on a couple of t- couple of times. The last time, she offers a uh, a green sash to okay. him. Okay,
1: this is all in the movie. It's yeah, all in this the movie. Okay, yeah. so the
3: sash is there. She gives him the sash, gives him a couple of kisses. He doesn't hook up with her, but he does not give the sash oh, to, the, to, to the to the Lord. right. He gives the Lord the, the three kisses or whatever it mm. is at the end. So then he goes off to, to deal with the Green Knight, and he's brave enough, and he lays his head down, and the, the knight swings the axe and stops right before he cuts his head off. And he goes, I, you know, I'm really impressed with Arthurian, mm. with the, the Knights of Arthur's bravery. Mm. Um, we're going to really do this this time. So he swings again, and it leaves a, a pretty nasty little scar in his neck. Mm-hmm. Green Knight turns into the lord of the land okay because there's a a, a, ma- a mage or whatever that lives in that castle that gawain saw or whatever mm-hmm. i guess i forgot to say that but like he is the, the green knight is the king right and uh he says that you did you weren't completely honest with me you didn't you didn't hook up with my wife which is cool thank my you wife. yeah mm-hmm. you didn't banger that's great thanks and uh thanks for that but you will carry this scar with you As a reminder. As a reminder that you weren't 100% honest. So Gawain takes that knowledge and the sash back to Arthur's table, tells him the whole tale, and from then on, all of Arthur's knights carried a green sash around their hip to remind them to always be 100% honest. And it's a story of valor and and honesty and all that stuff. So that's the Arthurian legend. See, I was
1: completely unfamiliar with it. So I was like, I don't know how much this is nailing it. Um, From what you just told me, it sounds like there's a lot of it that they did get in there. They okay. did they did take some liberties with some things in there. Maybe you dig it if you're that much of a fan. I didn't know you were into the Ethereum shit. Oh, dude, that. I love like
3: all this. Stuff. Like, the, you, you give me anything about Arthur or Genghis Khan or Alexander yeah. the Great, like I will nerd out on any of that stuff.
0: There are all, there are also other tales of Gawain. So yeah, they yeah. may have just been integrating those into the so in, in the bit. in
3: the collection yeah. of Arthur. Like legends that you can get at your local library, yeah. if you remember those. Um, I guess your local Google now. Your local, uh, local yeah. Google, bear. but there was the, the book that I had when I was in like you know, you know sixth grade or whatever. It had a bunch of them, and the tales of Gawain uh, basically were essentially the, the time af- after mm-hmm. he chopped the knight's head off and before yeah. he went to meet okay. the knight. Run. So, who knows what all's in there, and it's been you know a long time since I've read that stuff, but uh, I love that stuff.
0: I really do hope they included my favorite tale, where Samuel L. Jackson shows up at the end and recruits him to the Avengers. Of course, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah.
1: He shows up, he's got the Tesseract, he's like, yeah. we need to have a motherfucking talk. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Green Knight. Green Knight. Yeah. Uh-huh. Of course, it
1: makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know, maybe you guys will dig it. Maybe I'm just a square, an L7, as the kids That's say. That's possible. Maybe it was just lost on me, but I thought it was fucking boring. Um, also watched Luca, that new Pixar mm-hmm. joint. I haven't Tell seen you. What, yet. It was a delight. Anymore I kinda put off watching a Pixar because I'm like, do I want to possibly cry tonight? Right.
0: So that's I why I put off it and soul. Dude. Yeah, actually, I put off, uh, what was it, the uh, one about uh, Dia de los Muertos? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that uh, one's great. Cocoa. I put that one off Cocoa. forever.
1: you I did cry. watch it. I bawled yeah, like a yeah, baby. You'll I, had, I had cry during Coco. I uh, had a big cry.
3: As my granddad got me started into music and the family oh, yeah. lineage with the music, yeah, I was, I was yeah. a mess. Dude, let me ask you and if I you this. I haven't watched since my granddad passed Ugh, for good I reason. It that. would be rough. Yeah. yeah, not watching that.
1: How much did you appreciate, though, in Coco, how they actually, I guess, had somebody play the actual guitar parts, the hands match? what was being played the whole Which fucking re- movie. Which is
3: really cool because um, there was, you know, if you take it back to like our love of Crossroads and, and Jack Butler and oh, all yeah, that stuff, yeah. like mm-hmm. Ralph Monchio did a lot of homework. He did. Like it didn't match but it's like... In the ballpark. It was way in the ballpark. It, it was closer than some of the videos that professional guitarists post today on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and get and millions of too. hits holy shit <laughs> really closer than that you're not wrong <laughs> um, but yeah I thought that was cool and I'm a big Disney fan so anything Luca's Pixar good, man. So Yeah, yeah. I Luca's, need to watch that I don't watch Soul it's not gonna make you cry either.
1: Soul yeah. and Luca both honestly aren't really gonna give you that Pixar gut punch that like bad. the first okay.
3: 15 minutes of Up oh my god oh. the whole entirety oh. of Up dude <laughs> oh. I can't watch Up dude. first 15 yeah. minutes of Up hurts Up, it's too Up fucking brutal like this is a horror movie podcast and
1: I'm telling you up is too brutal up
0: is too, well, fucking, too brutal. fucking brutal yes. man
1: but yeah luca's a good old time also watch suicide squad this week
0: yeah and i haven't watched not, it okay i've not
1: watched it. i've not been home steve Dude, you've seen it
0: yeah and we're we're not gonna spoil it because it just came out but and, and listen i i'm we may be weird ben but I, I know how you feel about it already it's the only DCEU movie I've seen and been like, I would watch that again. In fact, I really, really want to. Yeah. Wow, cool. Dude, it's fucking great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's seriously fantastic. But there's yeah. some
3: serious heavy hitter Suicide Squad characters that are not in the lineup, right? Right. Like, you don't right. have, like, a dead shot. Nope. Okay, right?
0: so uh, it's got... All right, so, uh, yeah, Will Smith is not in it. Uh, and they Will brought Smith in is blood, great. They brought in Idris Elba's Bloodsport, which is... Way better. Okay, honestly. cool. Yeah, I like I, I like awesome. him a lot, and, yeah. and I,
3: I love Will Smith, and I think he's an incredible actor. And, guy totally. and he was just there. bad for the movie. It's just like he's not Deadshot. Yeah, he's not. You he, know who also made that movie? movie wasn't good. I mean, yeah, the movie was the, they're, they're, that yeah. problem too. The guy in the Arrowverse DC TV show that uh-huh. played Deadshot, yeah, was a million yeah. times better than Will uh-huh. Smith. That would have been I'd, great. I'd die on that hill.
0: Yep, I agree with you.
3: I think he's a better Deadshot. Idris Elba is amazing
0: in it. and Margot Robbie is always amazing. fucking Amazing, but like. Like, seriously, the characters they introduce are so... Uh, Rat Catcher 2. Like, awesome. I love... Because like that's the thing that I wanted with the first Suicide Squad was obscure characters.
3: The, the C-listers. Yeah, yeah put yeah, into
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, situations where their weird powers and shit actually are useful. Yep. Yeah. So Rat Catcher 2 was awesome. The Polka Dot Man was yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Fucking and Weasel. Fucking- Oh, yeah, well, he's, dude. Like, dude they did so fucking good with cool, the characters. Cool. So, like, and dude, again, it won't, it won't ruin it, but it, King Shark is fucking amazing. King Shark's fucking yeah.
1: amazing. And big surprise, leave it to James Gunn that did Guardians of the Galaxy to gather up this motley list of C-list characters that nobody knows and yeah. make something cool. And make the yeah. fucking
3: best James movie Gunn rules with that, man. Yeah. So, how was John Cena? C- Cena's great. Hilarious. He's good. Couldn't great. see him. And yeah, you couldn't see him the whole screen time screen at all. Luckily, couldn't he was wearing
0: that mask. You could see the mask. <laughs> That's true. You yeah. can see that. Uh, yeah, scene is great. great, and in fact, like he's perfect for the role. Like yeah. so per Honestly, like people kept. I've seen people who were complaining about it, saying, "Well, it's just Guardians of the Galaxy, but with DC characters." And like, one kind of yeah but too like what's the fucking problem with <laughs> that no DC with that. needed some levity it needed some Dude, fun and, and if you go back to when
3: those properties were comic yeah. books it was the same thing yes, right? yeah, like, yeah totally like, Thor was an antidote to Superman we'll w- yes. W- yes. And WCW
1: that's, had the same yeah. characters yeah. existing yeah, yeah, in the yeah. universe it's, it's always that way yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody has their answer to the other thing That basically
3: working. you just want it to be good yeah you and what is
1: fucking good
0: man cool I gotta watch it yeah and not to say much more about it but what I've been kind of What's been strange to me is people being like, it's okay. It's not as good as this DC movie or this DC movie. It's like, are you watching the same movies as me? Those movies are a slog, and this movie was fun to watch. Dude,
1: and that's the thing is like finally... They let somebody bring a little levity and fun into yeah. the DCU. Like the costumes it's were colorful still dark
0: and they looked stupid on screen,
1: yeah. and that's
3: great.
0: It's still dark as hell,
1: though. Oh,
3: like, dude, and it's brutal. It's, well, it's brutal. fucking brutal. DCs anytime they try to do levity, it didn't it didn't feel right. No. Yeah. Was well like well
0: Zack g- Snyder doesn't know what a joke funny. is. And, <laughs> and
3: I'm a big G.I. Joe fan, but that's a big problem with G.I. Joe movies. They, yeah. They're yeah. like trying to be funny and they're not. Uh, yeah. like there's too much like I don't know. Just pick, a, pick
0: a lane, podcast. Right? Pick a like fucking be serious lane. Yeah. or like be fun. Yeah, either one's fine. Like it's, this one—it's just
3: impossible to the MCU yeah. thing if you don't have that team. Mm. Like the the, the the first round, that phase one of MCU, yeah. phase two, like
0: legendary. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's going to go down like Star Wars. I have Wars. said they should just like, like scrap everything else. Take the Suicide Squad and Harley Quinn movie, and th- this new Suicide Squad, and say that's what we're working. Start there, of. yeah, fuck yeah, it. and, and move, move in the direction of showing us like the Teen Titans and the younger like yeah, man, DC characters. Cool. I mean,
3: that, that you got a great way to bring in a, a legendary character, Deathstroke. Exactly, like, that's a fan fate. Like for those that don't know, that don't read comic books, Deathstroke had the same effect on fans that like Boba Fett did. Yeah, like totally, there wasn't yeah. a lot of stuff on him. But yeah. like every time he's around, you're like
0: that guy's awesome. Deathstroke was uh, so fucking awesome that uh, Rob Liefeld stole him.
3: De- yeah, for Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and made Death And Deadpool. made a parody. Made and the parody an ended up parody. being awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like so Deathstroke too. Um, uh, again, going back to the Arrowverse. Arrowverse Deathstroke was incredible. Yeah. Like he was great. So yeah. if you haven't watched, you don't watch any of the DC TV shows. I don't blame you. First of all. But get through the two first uh, seasons of Arrow, Green Arrow. Where- so, since
0: we're on it, I don't know if you're finished with what you're talking about, but I've been watching Young Justice Season 3, and I've talked about Young Justice on the show before. Like, if you liked the Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, like uh, Batman the Animated Series and stuff like that, Young Justice is one of the best is it DC good? animated shows ever. Awesome. Wow. And Young Justice Season 3 has been amazing. They bring in like the most obscure characters, and it's all like they're doing all the young characters. So you get like Aqualad and Wonder Girl yeah, yeah, yeah. and Superboy and stuff Beast, like that. Beast
3: Boy, or what's yes, his name? Beast Boy. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You get all those characters, but like it also like progresses. They age, so like they age out of being part yeah. of Young Justice, and the the team changes constantly and stuff. And the stories are just super well done. Definitely check that out if you're into what's DC. What's it stuff. on? Uh, it's on HBO Max. Okay. So, yeah, HBO Max has all the DC. HBO, yeah. they
3: did a contract with DC or something. Yeah. They've got all the goodies. Yeah, because DC, DC had stuff. their own yeah. streaming
0: service, and, and it, of course, oh kind of yeah, old, every yeah. yeah, well, everybody does it so that they can then sell to a bigger streaming yeah, service. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, on the the comic book train to keep this going a little bit here, I just finished Loki last oh, night. Yeah.
0: Fuck yes,
1: dude. Yeah. And we don't want to get super spoily because it is still kind of new. Yeah, the one that remains, dude. Yeah, holy dude. fucking
3: shit! So without spoiling it, the one that remains in the comics in the Marvel comics, yeah. I can talk about that line or not the not the movie. The one that remains in Marvel comics was a variant of, yeah. yeah. And, uh-huh. and so yeah. like the way they did that was really cool. Yes, yes. Was. And he's like, "You're not gonna like the the other guy. He's oh, like, yeah. You're not God, gonna like my man. other versions. Yeah. Yeah. And it, we
0: yes, and yeah. what they show the the blouse version. Oh, yeah. with the oh, neck God, collar man. and the yes. statue, yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah yes. that's dude. A, That was Fuck a ten. Dude. And I
3: and I and when I when I first got exposed to the one that remains, I was like, ah, man, I don't like the way they're taking this because I'm such a stickler for source right. material. Sure, yeah. Um, but when they showed the statue and he was wearing the outfit and it it's looked like, like it was supposed oh, yeah, to, yeah, I was dude. like, okay, I'm down, they're going dude. Full now on. you can do it. Now that's a villain that that hangs with Thanos. Like when I yeah. think of those legendary villains, it's like galactus Uh yeah totally thanos dr doom Doom. like those like and then who we're talking about right it's like those are like there's not many of those villains that actually require the entire universe marvel universe to team up to beat them and this is actually a guy that can hang with that and
1: dude other than just the villain reveal and what that's going to mean for the future of the mcu the series itself was just so goddamn fucking good. It was, it was so really good. Pretty. The thing it about it is, really, too, man, really is good, like, yeah. okay, in comparison to the other Marvel series that we've gotten, like... Um,
0: I loved WandaVision. WandaVision. I think WandaVision is... I liked WandaVision a lot. But it's not as fun as Loki, And,
1: and also, too, like uh, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier and stuff. Okay, with, with WandaVision, I felt like by about episode four, I was like, okay, I, I get it. Like, everything that this show is going to do has kind of been revealed to me. And I get where this is going. Within 30 minutes of the first Falcon Winter Soldier episode, I was like, "Okay, I know exactly yeah, what what's this gonna is." Happen. With Loki, the reveals and they the building kept, they kept, just kept yeah, going. Yeah, yeah.
3: That, that was really rewarding. Yeah, and two with Falcon Winter Soldier, I think its its biggest uh, thorn in its side was uh, the issues of the villain not being someone that's tangible. Right. It's more of an ideal. That's, yeah. that's that's the villain in that series, and also
0: the ideal is not bad. <laughs> so it's like, how is this the villain? It, it, that's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. like,
3: and 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 the workaround I think argument can be made about the you know the the rebels, but they're not that bad because right. they have got a good cause. Right. And it's like like it just there's it, some layers there. It, it, it's good layers, but it makes for tough writing. And if you don't have oh, yeah. an incredible writer, you gotta, gotta nail to, it. You gotta yeah. nail and they it. They didn't. And I don't think. feel like that was a home yeah. run, and I feel like. It's a shame, because in that same series, you've got Baron Zemo. Yeah. A legendary villain. Awesome, yeah. Like, the, they could have pulled a red herring, and at the very end, made him... With the purple mask and the fur coat, oh and yeah, he him be like the one that's calling the shots. And now you got this big. It would have been very comic book.
0: That would That's right. Yeah. That, that's yeah.
3: needed to make these comic book movies and series feel you real. You need the comic book You've got to have moment. the comic book villain. Yeah, A little bit if you are going to have the comic book hero,
0: you got You got to yeah. have
3: the. You got to yeah. have the the uh, uh, the Sauron and the Sauron. Like you've got to yeah. have those ultimate villains. Totally, or it just kind of does what Falcon and Winter Soldier did, which is like. Rev us up for, like, a super anticlimactic. Yeah. Like I, like, I finished watching it, and I was like, wow, that season finale just. I just,
2: know. I'm yeah. like,
3: okay, yeah. now what? Now what? Versus yeah. the end of Loki. Where you're just like, oh, At the fuck, end of it, you're, you're just like, what? oh, my God, I can't wait to <laughs> make more stuff. And there's a season two season coming? What two. will that be? And you just want them to make more stuff. Totally <laughs> agree, you know, man. And, yeah. like, with Falcon and Winter Soldier, I was just like, okay, I'm good.
0: Yeah. You, you, yeah, like I'm these, cool with these, this being these, done.
3: Yeah, the story arcs of uh, you know Sam and Bucky. I'm like, well, this is where, that. This yeah. where they are We're tied up. And maybe you got a cliffhanger with Dark Avengers and U.S. Agent, but like, uh, yeah, mm, th- that, that bit
0: was good. The Dark uh-huh. Dark Avengers bit is good, and like, not to spoil anything about uh, Black Widow, but their Dark Avengers tie-ins with that right. too. Cool. I love cool. to I that. I love that they're developing. Yeah, that. it's got to be a thing, but, but it's a very
3: it's subplot kind of yeah. thing. It's not like the Loki thing. For that ending honestly I had more in common with Planet of the Apes than anything. Oh word, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Think yes. about him coming yeah, yeah. back to the planet. Yeah, what the fuck? And he got what he wanted. Yeah. And it's not what he wanted. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like the Abraham Lincoln I didn't even think statue. About that. Yeah, I mean yeah. Like, like when I saw Loki and the reveal, I was like God, you just playing yeah. that apes me. Yeah, now you're pop culture me a little bit. Yeah. Hit me with that Statue of Liberty over there, man. Yeah, That's dude. It.
0: What if he had just been like, you blew it up, <laughs> you maniacs? <laughs> what? I'll tell you what, I think that me and Steve need to get on your level. Hey, wait, a uh, bit, ben, ben. Let's see if this works out. See if he gets it. <laughs> hey, Ben, want a coffee? Hey, I do. It's We're recording it, kind no, of early I in the you'd day. you'd say, no, how about a beer? Yeah. Oh, from Terminator okay, let's try Let's try it again. All right. Yeah. Hey, Ben, want a coffee?
1: Hey, how about a beer?
0: Nah, close it's off. pretty good. It's <laughs> uh, good enough, right? What are we? What you, are we didn't getting a sound, you didn't here? sound like an old lady at it. <laughs> yeah, this. yeah, yeah you know, sounded really. like no, an old lady. I didn't really. You nail did try. It. All right, so we got a snowman stout. Who's this from? Oliven Sinclair. What is? What is? What is? What is this all about? I tried to find
1: us some early morning brews. I mean, it's like twelve thirty or so now. Jackalope
0: brew. Okay. Jackalope.
1: So I got us, you know, a coffee stout. Andy, you're over there drinking yourself a Stiglitz, aren't you? I am. The old steel rattler. That's just that. You want to talk about a day drinking machine. That's me. That rattle. (laughs) That's me. That thing will fucking rattle your ass. That That is one of the ultimate lawn mowing beers right there. That's a summer day on a port swing kind of rig. It's just a tasty delight. And uh, I want to try this mixed with a shot of tequila. That Stiglitz over there with a shot of tequila. Apparently maybe that's the Maybe the next
3: banger show. Yeah, maybe that's Dude. what we do. <laughs> yeah. All night. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> the so, got real loose real quick. <laughs> real fast.
0: This is a, a stout brewed with coffee and cocoa nibs. Count me so. in. I
1: love a good old coffee stout. Me too. We used to do that Gotta Get Up to Get Down pretty frequently uh-huh. on yeah, the yeah, show. Yeah, that's a good one. Wiseacre. And that's a delight. Although they did change their coffee distributor, so it does taste oh, a they? little different now it's Hmm. not quite as good as it used to be why
0: for do they do that i I don't know
1: i don't know why they would do that because it was already really
0: working i don't think i've had this before have you i it looks familiar but i don't know that i've ever had it i think i've just seen it at the store i like the artwork and stuff on the can yeah it's got it's got us a little yeti over here this has got us a fair amount
1: of effervescence for a stout yeah it's got a little bit find out about this thing and see what it do it
0: smells good do
1: you like a coffee stout kind of beer andy nope Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You like beers on the lighter side of life. You like some sours and just some lagers and things like that. I things that
3: I can drink more than one of. Oh, buddy.
1: That's coffee right there. That really has a whole lot of coffee flavor. Yeah. That's that's great. I'd really not like that. I don't like coffee. You don't like coffee? Okay. That to me. Okay. The thing is, is that's always perplexed me about you, but at the same time, I don't want to know what would happen to you with a gigantic is dose of right? fucking coffee caffeine. Coffee, that, coffee weakens me. That's bizarre. Is there, do you go the opposite no, 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 no. I don't okay. know. I just don't like that taste.
3: <laughs> this is good. It's, Rob's it really, me of my natural powers and abilities.
1: <laughs> it has a black coffee bitterness to it that's yeah. really good. Yeah, I, I like I'm, that a I'm lot. I'm digging that. Like, I'll
0: get your day started right I, there. All I've had today is coffee. it it went right in my palate, and Keep it was it just like, yeah, more coffee. Familiar. Yeah. Got
1: that going on for you. Steve, what have you been watching this week, man?
0: Um, you know, I haven't talked about it yet, but uh, somebody asked on Instagram what we thought about Masters of the Universe, and I, I watched it like two weeks ago.
1: The Kevin Smith animate
0: one. Yeah, I really loved the animation, and I I love Tila. Um, like, I, I love that, that, that story. It's got issues that are storytelling issues that are persistent kevin smith storytelling issues well
1: you know yeah
0: i get it how's mark
1: hamill
3: a skeletor good Oh, oh, absolutely great! He's okay. amazing. But uh, it's Mark Hamill doing voice acting. Yeah, come absolutely. on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, come yeah. on.
0: Dude. But also, uh, Lena Headey is uh, Evelyn. Okay, great. All right.
3: uh, animation's gorgeous.
0: The animation's gorgeous. Honestly, like uh, the the voice cast is great. Yeah, I, right. I don't have anything to complain about. Production. Uh,
3: well, so let's word it like this: the production is amazing. Production okay. is amazing. Uh, right. Amazing. Uh,
0: there's controversy. Uh, yeah, and I we're talking I'll, about about it.
3: Yeah, to to say that without, I mean, like personally, uh, I'm I'm of that demographic. My cousin, I'm a big gi joe fan my cousin's a big he uh, man fan brian wow. actually still has a bunch oh of, yeah nice. he still got them in the packages and stuff that's wow his thing. He that's loved dope so um yeah the original you know cartoons they weren't story ridden like most no they were bad. They, they were they were meant to sell but the original comic books that came with the figures those were, dope. were fun yeah. they were they were really cool yeah i think what plagues um the masters of the universe is that uh you know you you don't you don't you get that build up like that first that first episode yeah we're
0: not gonna spoil anything. i'm not spoiling it but you don't get the build up i agree into with the you on this it should have been a whole season build up to what happens at the end of the first se- episode oh and I would, yeah and
3: i would yeah. make i would make an argument that like tila um you know this could have been a, a tila named sure spin, like spin off type of thing and i think if anybody's interested in in what's going on with the controversy that steve Dude, a, a quick YouTube search will give you all kinds of Okay, see, I don't know anything it's, about it's any pretty, of it. It's pretty... I normally, in this scenario, I'd say it's pretty split down the middle. But if I had to guess, based on just the Twitter, YouTube reactions, I would say it's about 75, 25 Ooh. at best. Those ain't good odds. But that's only
0: talking about people who know anything about Masters Universe. Exactly. People who are just coming into and
3: it also are maybe, loving it. And, and also people that right.
1: care yeah. enough to tweet or make a YouTube video
3: True. about it. Those are fans. Those, those are, the fans. Those those are, are the fans. Those are
0: the fans. Those are people that care. And then yeah. it
3: goes back into what we were talking about with the GI Joe movies and like Snake Eyes just came out. We were talking about that earlier. And like the He Man. It's like if you're gonna take from those IPs and you want those fans, you have to realize that those fans are the core of what you're yeah. tying your wagon to. Totally. right? Very much like the Star Wars controversies with Ryan Johnson and J.J. Abrams. Those those sequel movies. It's like you're banking on the fans from the first six movies. You can't really. Call them names on Twitter and tell them that they're neckbeards. (laughs) You can't go there. Kevin
0: Smith dealt with this the wrong way, for sure. Well, so did Uh, Kathleen Kennedy. Same. I mean,
3: the term neckbeard was from her. Wow. And it's like, you can't go there. And then build a $6,000 a weekend resort at Disney World. because yeah, the Neckbears are the
0: ones who are going to come. Yes. Because they care that much. They care and, that and, much. And it's, yeah. not,
3: it's not demeaning super fans. It's actually very admirable. It's like if you're going to use that IP, yeah. respect the IP and know I, where you're going with it. You word. know what I mean? I think like
0: uh, because it's called Masters of the Universe, they were obviously setting up that it's, it's not a net. He-Man central show.
3: But... You gotta start at the beginning. Yeah. You have to start exactly. at the beginning. You
0: do. And and they could have built it it could have been a... it's six episodes. You could have built in a six episode arc to what happens at the, the end fir- of the first, first episode. episode. And now it would have been it. great. People would have been like, yeah, fuck yeah. And now
3: you got more seasons, you got yes. more stories to tell. You can yeah. do spin-offs, you could yeah. do essentially like what Star Wars Filoni, uh Favreau universe has done. Right, right. And when I talk when I think about I, I don't like to just talk about stuff that's bad. Felony and Fabro handle it amazing. Yes. Oh God, yeah, Wait, yeah. You that's how you do it. That's the yep. archetype. They love the IP. They love the fans love that the love the IP. Yep, that's a big one. Love the fans. Love the What you do. Yeah. you know what I mean.
0: I get
1: it, man. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I need to do some investigating and check it out. I guess check
0: it out. You, you. I mean, the thing is, I still had a fun time watching it. I Definitely have no fun. complaints, even though I grew up with. I, I had all the toys. Not a single one left in the package because I yeah. played with them constantly. Oh hell yeah! Them but was a re Yeah, yeah that, that was a repurchase. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the uh, the thing that I loved in just first episode, you see some of the weirdest fucking toys and weirdest characters. They don't shy away from any of that, nice. which is awesome. You got Stinkor and
3: shit. Stinkor's there. in it. Stinkor's oh. in it. And, and the and the Buzzsaw Mobile. Service. Yes. Like all of the stuff that you love is there, and it's like. I think they thought if they just give you a little bit of that, then that's going to make the super fans happy. It's like, man, you got to really kind of, you got to write it. You got to make good writing. Yes, I think that's the weak spot. It's just how it's written. It goes.
0: It's like you go back to say the the late '90s Batman movies. Where it's like, obviously, the people making it are like, "Well, this stuff is stupid, and nobody cares about it." Yeah, and it's like, "Well, no, a lot of people care about." Well, then this. why
3: use that IP? Yeah, if you don't like it, yeah, don't, don't use that IP. Yeah,
0: don't don't write it if you I, don't like I it. I think yeah.
3: that's the thing is like, I think the first and second GI Joe movies would have been fun action flicks. Uh huh. That they're not called G. Yeah, G.I. Joe. GI Joe movies. Yeah. Uh, the only moments that really felt like GI Joe. Uh, were the scenes with Firefly, and Cobra Commander, and Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes. Right. Like, yeah. I'm not talking about the first movie. I'm talking about Retaliation okay. or whatever that is. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I mean, that's you gotta. You got if you don't like the IP, just don't use it. Yeah, make just, something maybe new. Don't use it. Make yeah. something new. Uh,
0: I watched one other thing that we got to talk about, and man, after rewatching <laughs> it, we got to do it on the show. Yeah. It's one of, I think it's one of the most fun horror movies. Ever made. Really? Hansel and Gratel Witch Hunters. But isn't this like one of the lowest <laughs> rated fucking movies ever? 16% on Rotten Tomatoes, and not Super one low. of those is correct. Except what? for what, whichever one said it was good. Cause is it good? It's, got it's got fucking amazing! It? No, it's so good. Don't they have it's guns super fun, and shit? dude.
2: You've
1: seen it too. They it's have fun. guns. Well,
0: they shit. got grenades. They got a fucking mini gun. It's the 15th century.
3: <laughs> it's so rad. Okay, it, dude. It feels like the dragon movie where the dragons come back. Yeah, dra- is, is that
0: Dragon Heart? Dragon no 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 no, uh, no, 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 the no, no. no the not one Dragon Heart. Matthew Rain of Fire. Rain of, fire. Rain That's of Fire. a cool movie.
3: It feels like that. It feels like a little bit
1: of um. But it's like campy and schlocky too, right?
0: Yes. It's campy as it shit. It feels like
3: Van Helsing. Yeah, uh-huh. a yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. And it feels like... Um... But
0: Okay, so like Van Helsing, but almost entirely practical effects.
3: Okay, so no. Like I'm talking like has. some
0: real shit, like a troll practical effects. Like like Famke Jensen in witch makeup that makes you go like, oh... I wouldn't yeah. fuck Fomkjen Jensen. What? <laughs> Not anymore. I kind of still would.
3: <laughs> Sleepy <laughs> Hollow. It's got shades of that yeah, yeah. in I mean, there.
0: You're kind of speaking my love language it's, right I'm now. I'm telling honestly. you right now. It's like, cool. If you, have, you haven't seen it, and Hong no, Kong's in it, right? watch it. Uh, what's that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, guy, Jeremy, Kripp, Renner Jeremy Renner, Jimmy Argerton and, yeah. and Fomkjen Jensen. Okay. I mean, he's he's great Hulk cast. Killer cast. Yeah. I was
3: about. I came so close to being like Clint Barton. <laughs> <laughs> no, Martin, yeah, yeah, it's like that's no, right. It's not right.
0: So we should do it on the show sometimes. We, like absolutely, actually, you know what? Let's just say we're going to do it in September, and so you can see it finally. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, because it's it's fun as fuck. Like a good and plan. And I cannot believe it's great Halloween movie. Absolutely amazing okay. Halloween movie. Yeah, for, for yeah. October.
1: Well, uh, dude, I mean, Halloween season has already started. Yeah, it's the middle of it's, August. it's,
3: the,
0: middle of August. it's the middle of August.
3: It's Halloween. Halloween it's not, it's not Halloween for me until September first. September first. <laughs> okay, bad. so you got to put it off. I, I, I'm
0: like, I'm, UT's got to yeah. be playing football, yeah. basically. Okay, <laughs> go right. be orange. Now, Andy, speaking
1: of summertime, you've been engaging in a lot of summertime activities. Yeah. I just can't keep you from getting enough camping in. You've That's been right. Camping in California, seen you right. camping in uh, in Tennessee. Here, That's
3: right. You've just been pitching tents all over this That's country. That's right. That's nothing new. That's the story of my life. There you go. <laughs> Where you been, homie? So I did the. Uh, if there's any music lovers out there, I a couple did, out there did the John Petrucci uh, Dream Theater guitar camp. Ooh, so cool. It was so myself, cool. uh, Tosin Abasi, Mateus Sato. Kiko Larrero, who's lead guitarist for Megadeth. Oh, yeah. And Jason Richardson. and That's right. The, Some hunks. The, the, the house band, uh, Mike Mangini from Dream Theater and Dave LaRue from Steve Morse Band. Pretty, good. pretty yeah. good house band, I guess. They couldn't huh. find anybody else. So I was busy. So. Ben was busy. Yeah, I had <laughs> no, things was, going on. First of all, it was just super flattering to just get that email from John himself. Oh, my like, God. Hey, are, are you kidding? You know, it's like, dude, come on. That's, That's amazing. Right. Like I, I love that stuff. And back when you and I met, Years ago, down from up area, that's like that, that was like what our diet was. Like, oh, we co- yeah, we even covered a couple of Dream Theater songs. Um, uh, me and Campbell did it back yeah. in the day, so but it was super fun and uh had a great time. And then I tacked on an extra day to go to Disneyland while I was in Anaheim, of course, <laughs> as one does theme park lover, yeah. Um, and then yeah, at the end of this month, we're going to be doing the Woodshed Guitar Experience, which is uh, my event, it's got Robin Ford brent mason Andy i've Tons. heard of those guys yeah. heard Greg of them Koch, Larry be great <laughs> pretty amazing stuff and there's still registration and stuff for that up right yeah yeah and mark letary man he had the best video on instagram go to mark letary's it's a 10 um, out of 10 yeah he he did an impersonation of me and it's it's it was <laughs> like looking in a mirror it's so good
1: i love that piece of <laughs> he, shit he so rules much. dude he rules it's gonna be a good time uh i also might be making a little appearance yeah, to myself
3: uh, yeah so one of the things that i wanted to do for my event i thought would be fun um, instead of hiring just house guys to do the camper jams, I thought it'd be fun just to have, like, hire my own band that I tour with. It was like Ben plays bass for me and Andy plays drums for me. And it's like we tour together. I'm and good do enough shows for anybody. To... It's like I think it'd be fun as a fan to be like, I'm like, I, I'll put it this way. I was playing with Mangini and LaRue and I was a fan. Yeah. Like, I know I was there to be an artist, but I was like, Dave LaRue's standing next to me and I Look obsessed cool. over this high tension wires record. Like, yeah. it was like, So that would be really cool, I think, from a fan's perspective who is an attendee. It's like, you're not playing with some guy that you've never heard of. It's like, dude, that's Uncle Ben and Andy Campbell. Like, that's, Mm I think that's magic. I
1: want to give people the stories of I got to get on stage and play with the guy that told me why I suck at guitar, and he played and bass. And played bass. <laughs> and, he, and he wasn't that good.
3: <laughs> he played bass. This is why you
0: suck at bass. Yeah, see um, you later, campers.
3: So it's going to be fun. And, and too, the property we're doing it on is, is beautiful. A yeah, it's a big lake property, and we have, like, all kinds of extra activities, boating, fishing, jet skis, and stuff like that. I got that. two questions for you. Two. One, two. Number one. Okay. Y'all gonna play wagon wheel? Yeah, man. Of course. Jam. Number two.
0: And last night I asked my wife, hey, you have any questions for Andy Wood? And she said, uh, what's your favorite note?
3: What's my favorite note? What's your favorite
0: note? Note? What's
1: a good one? I, as a bluegrass guy I know what it should be. G. Should be fucking G. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. All right.
0: G. D note. <laughs> I learned something just there now. There you okay. go, man.
1: Yeah. So, very exciting stuff. I'm super proud of the work that you're doing with that stuff. In all that traveling you've been doing, you've been watching
3: anything on them big old jet planes? So, you know, you're kind of at the mercy of whatever Delta wants to serve.
1: Right. Um, Delta's serving up a lot of bad stuff all over the world right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lord, Lord, understand. Lord,
3: <laughs> Lord of mercy. Um, <laughs> watch the original Matrix. Still holds up. Okay, uh, holding up yeah. is an understatement. It's yeah. amazing. Like It's, it's so still. Good. I've been yeah. wanting to watch that recently, yeah. it's man. It's good. It's one of those movies that. Uh, like the Indiana Jones or whatever, or even Terminator or whatever it's like when that's on TV it's like well I guess Watch I'm gonna finish watching this yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, in, in all honesty I've been playing more video games in my spare time yeah yeah downloaded a classic Capcom game on the Switch called Anamusha Anamusha dude yeah. so few people know that game yeah. man it's great too it's if you love Resident Evil style games okay if you're on a horror podcast listening, you bet you, bet probably, you do. Do. Probably, probably do. Probably mm-hmm. do. Um, this is set in feudal Japan around the mythology of around uh, Nobunaga, who is real, real warlord and, and conqueror of Japan. But uh, he was the demon king. That's a loose translation. And this is like, what if he really was like sold his soul, and, like drank okay. the blood, and like so now you have a, ca- a Capcom. Samurai game that feels like Resident Evil. So oh, it's okay. Like, yeah, it's got zombies and stuff. It's really, really great. Underrated. Also on uh, Xbox Game Pass, which I think is the best value in an entertainment right yeah. now. Fourteen really? bucks a month. I pay for it. Not a adorable. sponsor. Incredible. Not a sponsor, but incredible be a sponsor. be a sponsor. Bill Gates, Microsoft. If you're looking, uh, Phil Spencer, I will endorse your product. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's amazing, and I downloaded SSX. I downloaded awesome Incredible. Awesome. Yeah. that's game. so fun, man. And then I downloaded the new Dark Alliance, the dungeon and dragons game because i I was looking at that i like those Mm -hmm. my main main game is destiny so i like a looter shooter kind of do something to power up your guy type of thing the avengers game all it's all those types Uh of games i I like dungeon crawlers yeah i'm I'm into that and and the multiplayer aspect's really fun because you don't feel like you know typically multiplayer is like a versus thing and this is kind of like co-op which is really fun and and different you power up your guy to get with your buddies later yeah. on that week and now you're maxed out and you're yeah, car- yeah. carrying them through whatever activity yeah so it's cool been doing that more than watching but you know the things we've hit loki's and stuff like that and i'm, I'm, I'm kind of in a time warp where i want to go back and watch older stuff these days yeah I heard that yeah it's kind of where i'm at i get it man i Good wanted stuff. snake eyes to be the the like i'm a i have a huge gi joe collection specifically right. 82 to 88 like i love G.I. Joe, I love Larry Hama. Uh-huh. Was, uh, people don't realize that G.I. Joe was a Marvel comic. It right, wasn't yeah. a cartoon yeah. first. It was a Marvel comic first. And I think it's just such a waste. Yet again, it goes back to respecting the IP. You have Larry Hama. He's a, he, you can you can hire him to write your yeah, movie. He yeah. is alive. Yeah. You can do this, and it will be amazing. And you don't have to sacrifice anything that you don't want to sacrifice in your movie as an executive producer if you yeah. want to have some kind of you know political undertones or whatever. You can have all that stuff. But you have Larry Hammer ride it. Yeah. And now you've sense. got the guy that created the universe. Like, why would that be like having Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, like, on staff? Sure, like, wouldn't you use why them? Why would you not do that? They're right there. So, you know, anyways, that's, that's kind of why I've been going back in time. Instead of focusing on what's not really ticking my boxes now, I've been yeah. like going back and being like, well, this is awesome. I get that. Temple man. of Doom. Watched it the other day. COD. Like, come on, dude. Incredible.
1: Good times right I'm there. That, you, you know that. Yeah. That seems like a perfect old segue here into the topic of today's uh, installment of the Preview Palace. Take us there, Steve. <laughs> Welcome to the Preview Palace. <laughs> That's pretty good. So as we enter into the Preview Palace here, considering we're doing Terminator Two, which is undoubtedly one of the greatest action movies of all time yeah i think that it just makes sense for the preview palace installment that we pay tribute to the fact that us as children of the 80s grew up in the absolute golden era of action movies through the 80s and 90s no there was question. so much stuff and here's the thing too okay because you guys grew up watching that stuff yeah i was like not allowed to watch 90 percent <laughs> of the movies that we're going to talk about in this segment i was not allowed to watch any of them as a kid because they're too violent yada yada um, so I watched these in like my twenties as a as a young man, and I can still tell you they kick fucking ass. Oh yeah, they roll yeah. yeah, so were. I think for today's yeah, installments previously. No. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna give you guys a list of some of our favorite action flicks that we have fond memories of from our childhoods in the eighties and nineties. Now, initially we were gonna do like a top five each kind of thing, and we realized there's so much overlap, because yeah. we're all gonna say a lot of the, the same, same movies, yeah. but also too there's just so goddamn many, yeah, yeah, that are unbelievable. It's just like, well, I can't not put that on my list, I can't not put that on my list, yeah, Steve, is there a particular like childhood favorite of yours that comes to mind first when we're talking about the best action movies of the eighties and nineties
0: um well, i the first one I wrote down was Mad Max Two, because yeah. we like after watching Mad Max Two, we would like. Because we played baseball and football, so we had like equipment and shit. We would like make up like different outfits and shit, and go out in the woods and just throw sticks and whatnot. Awesome, yeah. Like uh, Mad Max Two, but I I mean, I mean that's just the first one that came to mind. It's not the one I would say is the ultimate, but yeah, it's one that definitely shaped my what we did as a kid playing in the woods. Is that Tina Turner in that one? Oh, uh, that's, that's Thunderdome. Thunderdome. That's yeah. Thunderdome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Which gotcha. is awesome. I did watch Which that one awesome. quite a lot. Yeah, of it, kid, it's a fun one, yeah. And I
1: really liked it. Uh, Andy, is there any that come to mind for you right away when you're thinking about your childhood faves?
3: I mean, dude, you got to go Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. You okay, got so to. Yeah. Here's you the got thing. To. Like, whenever Return I was kind of
1: I was kinda trying to construct my list of action movies, I was looking at all these, and I'm like, does Star Wars
3: count? Does Jurassic if it, count? If, it's, if, if Star Wars isn't an action movie, then what, the what fuck it is it? Come on. Right? It's a Yeah, and that's the thing I think we... What makes the movies from that era hold up? Things like Terminator, things like Jurassic Park, things like Star Wars, things like Indiana Jones. Oh, God, yeah. I think it's the writing. Yeah. The writing makes it great. The Mm -hmm. action is gravy.
1: The action is a consequence of what's going on in the story. Yeah,
3: that's right. That's right. And so I would I would also put the Indiana Jones movies in yeah, there. Yeah. Dude,
1: I watched those so fucking many times. That in the original Star Wars trilogy, like yeah. that was so much of my childhood yep. Saturday afternoons.
3: And now standalones <sighs> Bloodsport fucking blood sport yeah, blood yeah. Sport. listen karate it's, it's, movies it's, it's it's mortal Kombat. yeah it's street fighter it's that premise that those video games are built on yeah. i mean
0: i think that's the ultimate but like just karate mo- like martial arts movies in general karate were, had yeah, so yeah like karate many. kid blood sport uh, uh, best of the best kickboxer yeah oh my like god all dude all that stuff was just kickboxer. like
3: kickboxer i mean tong po <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes like some of the, some of those don't hold up on the same level as these others, but when I watch them, I'm still like, this is holds fucking up. kick. Oh, Bloodsport holds it up. It really holds yeah, up. Yeah, it does. Like,
3: I mean, the even the secondary, like, well, I can't remember his name. Was it Jack? The, the secondary character mm-hmm. that, that's his buddy that's uh-huh. pranked. The guy played buddy. by
0: uh, the ogre yeah, from, yeah, yeah. from Revenge yeah, of the, it's the ogre, yeah. yeah.
3: That guy is incredible. Yeah, he's awesome. Like, also- a lot of times, it's the secondary characters that get cheesy yeah. As, yeah, sure. as pop culture changes. yeah, mm-hmm. Like, they get... But he's awesome. Yeah. He's I'll still I'll tell you awesome. this.
1: Like, I don't know that I have ever watched that entire movie start to finish. What? I think it's always one of those ones that was on Saturday afternoons at a friend's uh. house on oh, TV. Oh, for sure. And yeah. I'd see commercial breaks and, okay. like, that kind of shit. So, like, I don't know if I've ever watched the whole fucking movie. Go watch movie. it.
3: Yeah. Okay. And... Mortal Kombat staff Ed Boone and John Tobias wanted Van Damme
1: yeah. to be the star of Mortal Kombat, like do the mocap on him and stuff. Like, yeah,
3: yeah, and be digitized, like that. Like him be they wanted it to be a Van Damme video game. Yeah, right. He wouldn't do it. Johnny Cage, being a Hollywood star, if you notice in the first Mortal Kombat, he's wearing the Bloodsport outfit. Totally, hundred yeah. like, percent. It is. He is like that. They were like, well, we can't get Van Damme. We're gonna make yeah. make Van Damme. We'll make our own. Yeah, right. So like, when you watch Bloodsport. Go back and just like see if you can spot all of the Mortal Kombat tropes. Like mm-hmm. the breaking of the brick minigame. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. That's Test your might. Test Your Might is them going, show me Dim there you yeah. go. Like the all of that touch. stuff's in there.
1: Well, dude, I'll tell you what, if you combine that with another 80s action classic, you get fucking Say Mortal it. Kombat. Say it. Motherfucking Big Trouble in Little Motherfucking yes. China. Yeah, Big Trouble is in the Little China. Shit, dude. Okay, yep. dude, Andy, I watched that movie for the first fucking time like a year ago.
3: Oh my god, dude. dude. What's the matter with my life? Yeah,
0: I grew up on that. Uh, Come like, on. It's so good. Yeah, Big Trouble in Little China is just
3: it, it, John Carpenter, man. It's John yeah. Carpenter.
0: Yeah, it combines just all the weirdness that you you really want from an '80s action movie, just and, like and Asian the myth- mythology, yeah, and like with the mysticism. Yeah, 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 yeah
3: that's mm-hmm. in there. Okay, another one from that era that I have to put on there. Nobody's gonna get action star by the name of Patrick Swayze in a little jam called Roadhouse. Roadhouse. I, was to, I was about to
1: ask what you guys know about Roadhouse, dude. It has yeah. to be in there. Oh, yeah. It has to be what in a there. ridiculous fucking movie. It is a ridiculous it's so movie. Good. It's so fun to watch. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah. so good. I used to fuck guys like you in prison. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what is and uh, then he rips his fucking throat out. Yeah. Like, that movie is so much more brutal than it really it's had real to be. Brutal. Yeah. I love it when he kicks him in the knee. Um, what Sam Elliott kicks that guy and breaks his knee, and he goes, "It hurts like a son bitch, don't it?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott fucking
1: God rules, man. It. That movie is absolutely Great. ridiculous man what you love know that? about
0: arnold schwarzenegger's entire catalog well, from gonna, uh, 80s yeah. and 90s i
1: was gonna say like is there any arnie movie that we don't yeah. put on i mean obviously if you listen to predator episode you guys know how much we all worship yeah. that movie i i crave watching predator the same way that like i crave fucking pizza or something yeah, yeah, like, yeah, i need to watch that
3: like now who's your arnold
0: that, who's your Arnie? That's who's a tough Arnie? one. Okay, because Commando Ooh. was but it's one. Yours. I,
3: it's who's your Arnie?
0: It's either Commando or Predator for me, because okay. those were the two I watched the most as a kid. I'm gonna go with Commando because I love that scene where he Dang. breaks into the surplus and starts outfitting himself yeah. with every there fucking gun. <laughs> so rad.
1: Dude, it's gonna be it's gonna be T2 Good it's Terminator go. because mm. again, as a as a kid, I was not allowed to watch this, but I did have some of the action figures. Yeah. There's so many things like this. I've talked about this on the mm. show before where I would see, like, remember when you go in the video store and you see the boxes of all the yeah. horror movies and stuff? I wasn't allowed to rent any of them, but in my head I would try to make up, like, the I story. wonder what that's about. Yeah. yeah. So I had all these, like, Terminator action figures. Like, mm. I, had the, uh, the uh-huh. yeah. I had the the Arnold with the half-blown-off face. The icon. Yeah. I had the T-1000 with the the pointy, like, sword arm. Yeah. And I would just play with these figurines and be like, I wonder what their deal is. Yeah. <laughs> you amazing. know? What do they do? So, to me, it's like, in my head, when I think Arnie, I think about the action figure that he used Tee-tree, to have. Yeah, it's yeah. T2 for me. Yeah, what about you? Yeah. Man, I,
3: I want to say Dutch, because that's my adult one, yeah. but, like, I mean, my first parent's like, dude, he's the Terminator. Yeah. He's the Terminator, Like, man. I mean, the black shades, like, he's the Terminator. Cooler than fucking cool. That's that, yeah, and, and now, in, in Commando, like, I watched that a lot as a kid, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's like, I would I, an argument can be made too for Conan because one of my first oh, memories, yeah, Conan. one of my first <laughs> memories is like him uh, on the you know in the pillars with yeah, James Drummel totally. Jones, very yeah. Samson esque kind of scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have not eaten for days. Yeah, also and who uh, says you will? <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, the Running Man I saw in oh, theaters as a on. kid. My dad took me to see the Running Man. I was not old enough to go see <laughs> Running <laughs> Incredible. Man, but I have such a like great nostalgia because it, it's I, the first time i remember going to the movies i'm sure they took me to the movies before that but i just remember that movie so well yeah. and it, it's so and it's still rad it's, it's still so rad. fucking it's good. So good
1: dude same with uh damn like uh um oh fuck true lies true lies thank you no but actually i was gonna say uh god damn it don't recall holy total total recall. i thought yeah, was yeah, having yeah. a stroke there for a second okay. Total recall man yeah
0: Get your ass to Mars. So he recalls is yeah. uh, just so cool, awesome.
1: Higgins, You've got what you want,
3: the
0: people. Yeah, three cities, <laughs> three boobs. James. That it's one like, was lower what? for me. I, I didn't,
3: I didn't, enjoy, I didn't watch that one a lot. You know, I've seen. Yeah, it. I, I dig know. it. It's like it's not one of my. It's not one of my Arnolds.
0: I, I'm more into it now as an adult. As a kid, it, yeah, it just didn't hit me as as hard as these others. Man, did. Is, True uh, Lies
3: is a joint though. Damn. man. I mean, y'all, I y'all, are, y'all, y'all, y'all lies. are leaving out Mr. Kimble kindergarten cop <laughs> oh kindergarten my god cop. don't act Who like you don't love it and what well, don't does he act do? like you don't i love can't it. even pretend i do love it of course you of love course it of course i do I like things that are nice <laughs> yeah of course you love
1: kindergarten it. cop man last action hero like where does it where does it end jingle
0: all the way all these yeah any arnie movie yeah no arnie i, I okay arnie about was my end, dude growing up end of up. days end of days that's a weird one i've that's never seen day. end of days
3: i'm surprised you haven't seen it because it's like the most metal Arnie, yeah. Arnie movie. It's all about like the end of the world of shit, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like the yep. breaking of the seals and, and, and See, all like, that stuff. See, I love this kind yeah. of shit. Yeah, the Check book of Revelation stuff. You'd love it. Love it. Yeah, um, about it in my alley. It's a, it's a good one. Uh, what about The Eraser? The Eraser. I've never wow. seen The Eraser. Come on. What's Eraser about? Y'all are talking. It's Arnold being a, a killing machine. Yeah. Cool. It's just <laughs> pretty <laughs> much it's most sick. of his movies. So pretty much the, the entire plot line is in the title. Very much like Terminator. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. Well, there it is. He's the Eraser. He erases. Yep. He erases stuff. All right, I got it. Yeah, I'm on the level um, now. Yeah, yeah. go go get some of those deeper cuts. You'll be rewarded.
1: Dude, now, I we- think the thing about Arnie, especially when we were kids, is like it was like whenever you saw Arnie on screen and he's blowing stuff up and he's shooting stuff and he's fucking punching holes through people and stuff like this, it was like seeing my imaginations of how my action figures were fighting each other. Yeah. It was like seeing my imagination realized. It was yeah, like yeah. watching a real action figure yeah. or a comic book character we've on screen.
0: We've talked about this before that they, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and, and like Hulk Hogan were those dudes. Yeah. Mr. In T. The 80s. You're not gonna put Mr. Mr. T, Mr. In T? T? Come yeah. on or Stallone. Like all yeah, those Stallone. dudes were those dudes where it yeah. was like this is watching a comic book person but real. And yeah. I have
3: to add this in my in my action movies. I watched Rambo First Blood Part two yeah. maybe more than any other action movie <laughs> in my life. No shit. <laughs> like at from age maybe 7 or 8 because they had an action figure toy line uh-huh, and i yeah. had those in the video yeah. games and stuff. and they also you could get the
0: rambo gun and knife I had, and I had the, it even of, had like the little head i had hand. all yeah. of it no, like, yeah, i too. had i
3: had that i had the nintendo game and it was one of those impossibly difficult to know maybe there was
1: like damn invisible spiders in the case uh, and shit. Yeah, yeah. holy fuck so
3: i would put first blood part 2 way up on my echelon and and, and to this day That's one of Sly's finest moments. Like, I think that's why Expendables works. It's like, oh, it's Rambo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rambo's leading the Super Squad. Badass.
1: Yeah. I get it, man. You know, in terms of other uh, Stallone flicks, man, what do you know about a Demolition Man?
0: Demolition Man. How do you, you feel about that? <laughs> it's the
3: three shells. Yeah. The three seashells, <laughs> man. That's the that's first, the first th-
0: thing I always think about. And it makes no sense. Why would that be better than toilet paper? <laughs> <laughs> Your ass would be so cut up by, to- well, if, by if the three If you don't, three don't know shells. how to use them, I mean, yeah.
3: What's <laughs> the three shells? What's the three seashells? I, I would also say another highly memorable moment in that film is going to take you to Taco Bell. Take you yeah. Taco Bell, Taco dude. Bell won the corporate Fine wars. Dining. Yeah.
1: I wish that it wasn't possible that that's what's going to happen, but it is. Yeah, no, Yum!
0: Brands will win everything, I guess. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what about the sex helmets?
3: What do you know about a sex helmet? Sex helmets are, uh, uh, yeah, I. I would be honest. Maybe sex helmets are better than real sex at some point in the future. Maybe they are.
1: Maybe it is. But Maybe it's you-
3: that way. Gives you all the stuff, and it doesn't give you any of the bad stuff? <laughs> <laughs> gives you all of all, all, column gives A without any stuff. of the column B? <laughs> mm, no column B, please. All
0: the stuff, none of the bad stuff. <laughs> ben, I don't know if you know about a little movie called Speed. Oh, you're talking motherfucking Speed with Canoe Reeves and yeah. my homegirl Sandy B? Yeah, Now, it's about a bus that ain't supposed to slow down. It but if it Burster. do, it goes
1: boom. It blows up real
0: bad. I the, love speed. Man, speed
1: is still a goddamn fun time and like the, the suspense is so real. Yeah,
0: the tension of it is still absolutely like so I mean it's so it's one of those movies like Die Hard and motherfucking you know, die, die Hard. Die hard. Come on. It's one of those movies like Die Hard where the tension doesn't you know ever really let up once it starts. Yeah. And and like that that is why it works so well because if the tension ever slowed down just enough you'd kind of lose interest because honestly there's not a ton going on like we talked about it on our Die Hard episode a lot of it is him in you know just staying away hiding like yeah. you know the, the, but the tension is there the Pop whole time Hot whole hotshot yeah
3: dude it's really still a really iconic line movie. too like i love yeah. it. i love i love that i love when villains have Little intricacies to their personalities that aren't super on the nose, right? Like, like that's a very like irrelevant character trait, Mm -hmm. but it makes the character feel grounded, like he's a real person. Yeah, yeah, speed is
1: still awesome. It still holds up, man. Uh, I still enjoy that one. What do you guys know about motherfucking Die Hard? We just got to talk about Die Hard here for a second because
3: have, done, have you done? an episode great. on Die Hard? We did, yeah, we did. Yeah. We
0: did an episode on Die Hard. It was a and Christmas wild card. It was a Christmas what wild card, and buddy, near I love that movie. fucking movie. It's a what fucking it near perfect,
1: perfect movie. Uh pff, Yeah, I can't think of anything Honestly, that makes I it I, 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 it's not. Perfect. Yeah, I can't. Yeah,
0: I think when when you think of like perfect scripts. For me, Die Hard and RoboCop are are up there, where yeah. like the script itself is so perfect that even if you hadn't executed it exactly perfectly, it would still be a good movie. Yeah. But they actually ended up nailing it. Like I can't imagine somebody other than Bruce Willis in this role. Oh, if this no. were Schwarzenegger, if this were um like Stallone, Stallone, Stallone wouldn't Ann. work. Wouldn't work. Wouldn't no, work. Not at all, man. Bruce no. Willis was the perfect choice. Yeah.
1: Now, again, here's another weird one. Wasn't allowed to watch that as a kid, uh-huh. but I did have the PlayStation Die Hard trilogy video game. Did Y'all ever play that? <laughs> wow. Yeah, it serious. was brutal as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like there was so much blood and gore and guts all over that game. I could play that, but I couldn't <laughs> watch the movie, which isn't even remotely as brutal as the nope. game.
3: Hans Gruber, one of the greatest. One of the best. Oh, one man. of the greatest. Yeah. Films, Alan Rickman, yeah. R.I.P. Man. Yeah, Alan Rickman. Uh, but yeah, Hans Gruber has got that same kind of thing where he's got. Um, Little little quirks and ticks that make him feel Human. like a real person. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, like I think that's the downfall of the villains, like in Commando. Like his mm-hmm. his villains, yeah, there, he's just over awesome the top. Steam. It's yeah. just like he's wearing like chainmail. Yeah, stuff, like, like, way and over the top. It's so yeah. far removed that it doesn't feel. He's not a real guy.
0: Uh, but like just like we were talking about last week with Kurtwood Smith and RoboCop, like he does those little like little bitty things that make make him this like dim, three-dimensional ball. Totally. ball. he's not just a ball. he's not just a bad guy he's got like quirks to him that make him like you can't you hate him but you're charmed by him a little yeah, bit yeah, but you yeah. disgusted by
3: him at the same time cyrus from con air yep same oh great villain, yeah dude. great yeah. villain like absolutely got awesome weird little ticks Mm-hmm. Moves. And yeah, personality yeah. was the '90s. Yeah. Wasn't it? Was it early yeah, 2000s? Yeah, yeah, Conier yeah. Conier fits, fits into this. Awesome. Yeah. Man. So that was like what I would consider like the the renaissance of action movies. Was you know when The Rock came. The out. Rock. Yeah, I have The Rock. Independence Day. Yeah, and those are like like I said, like the renaissance of like the '90s version of the action movies. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yep. You know. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Independence yeah, I mean, I, Day I, was I, on my list as great, well, yeah. man. Yeah. Where it's just like, dude. It's like you said. That was totally bringing back the grand tradition of big ass explosions and action stars and shit like this,
0: but with a bigger budget than we'd ever seen. First
3: Fast and Furious movies. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, that, like, that doesn't mean, happen
0: until two thousand. That's really? right outside. Or is it ninety nine? The first, the first When was it? I thought
3: I was in. I thought I was in. Like maybe maybe, maybe it well, was ninety nine. You did get held back a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, I did. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> turned into a my borderline genius didn't kick up till later in life. Well, uh, but uh, we'll have to look it up. We'll have to look at that, dude. Yeah. Another toy
1: line that I had way before I saw the movies is I had so many of the figures from Aliens. Do you guys remember the action figures? Yeah, those, where doing yeah. the those scorpion really and the great. bull. Actually, I guess that was in the area of like Alien Three, if I'm not mistaken, because that's when they had like the gorilla, aliens and shit like that. But I had those action figures, those even though I'd never seen the figures. movie. Oh, they're so detailed! Yeah, they
3: were really cool.
1: So fucking cool! But dude, Aliens—I mean, Alien—the original is the greatest sci-fi horror film ever made. Yeah, Aliens is probably the greatest sci-fi action movie ever made. Do you like Aliens, Andy? I, I
3: really love it, and I wanted—I wanted the Marines to have to be a little more survive a little bit longer. Okay. Right, because these are supposed to be like the kill squad of the kill right. squad, like the UN UNSC from like Halo. Like these are like the Master Chiefs of yeah. the yeah, and they got kind of smoked pretty easily, pretty quickly. yeah. And I was just like, man, these shouldn't there be like maybe a couple of those guys that make it out of this alive. Man,
1: I have their action
3: figures. Come
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> I I checked with Fuzzbead. Fast and the Furious came out in two thousand one. The 2001? first one. Wow. Two thousand
3: one. That's later than I thought. It is yeah. much later than I thought. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I was. Uh, yeah. You like an alien, though, don't you? See? Oh yeah,
0: aliens, amazing. I had it written down here too. One that we haven't said that is is very much a kid action movie. The Goonies. Goonies. Oh, that's dude,
1: that is yeah. a kid action. Yeah. movie. it's kind of a rare subgenre. Yeah,
0: it's it's one that um, it doesn't hold up as great as all these other ones. I, I don't think, but as a kid, I watched it so many times that like I can't not mention it if we're it, talking about. It holds action.
3: up to me. I it's think it holds good. up. It's, it's still, still good. good. It's not like. Um, what I watched last Halloween, Monster Squad. <laughs> With the Monster Squad, <laughs> that one doesn't hold up, unfortunately. You know what? We did it it's age. Dated. It's, age dated. it's aged, yeah. So, like, if you're yeah. under ten, it still holds up.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a great kid. Like, you want to introduce kids to horror movies? Monster yeah. Squad's a good Monster movie. Squad. Yeah. Just
1: tell them not to repeat the multiple homophobic uh, yeah. slurs that are uttered in right. the first like ten minutes of the movie. It was the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> it has some stuff in there that's yeah, not not aged gracefully. But I I can't help it. I it, love the it, Monster Squad. That's
3: interesting though, right? Because when I think of like villainous things, uh-huh. and we were gonna do an action movie today, and it had to be villainous. One of the things I would put on my villain is like homophobia. I'd put like make him make, scummy. He's yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's a racist. He's a homophobe. This is a scumbag. Fuck this guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like again, those are like small tropes that you would write into a character. I think that's why we all hated Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Even you just snarling, you're like, Ugh. and the actor does it so well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That you nail like Lisa of course, that. man. Uh-huh. Make him. What's wrong with people? put it all on that guy yeah <laughs> you know because it is it is it is a film at the yeah. end of the day we do
1: forget that it's like <laughs> yeah it is, well, people and are that like that throwing is, trash at him on the streets and he like yeah. had to retire it's from like, acting and
3: i don't know if that's just me being a a, a person like you know obviously been like con like creator of sorts it's like i separate myself from skank banger or yeah. like or even the songs that i make it's like so if i could easily look at a movie like monster squad where it's like yeah it's got all these homophobic things and we go oh that's the way movies were made in the 80s i'm like well really you can make that movie today and it's still fiction yeah it's like you know it's not like schindler's list where that's fact right like that hurts yeah like to watch that that one hurts yeah but like when i look at like villains doing villainous things and and even jocks or whatever like the the trope of the uh the, the flash from Spider Man. Like, if he mm-hmm. was an awful dude who said awful things, Chauvin is sexist, like, just right. like, yeah, cool. That's that's his, that's his character. He's a dirtbag. Yeah. He's bad. I yeah, think you're a dirtbag. Not good. Not I think,
0: good. Uh, you know, you can still find, st- like, The Boys does that. Like, uh, the, the
3: Vampire, right? What's that? No, I'm not thinking, that's not The, the vampire. Boys. Uh, the oh, Amazon. Uh, Lost boys.
0: boys. Thanks. Lost ben, Boys. Oh, thank yeah. you, Ben. No, yeah. I'm talking about uh, more current stuff that, that we're. People are shown as being villainous by showing them do despicable shit. The like
3: boys, the superhero. Yeah, one. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Having people Loved do de- actual despicable shit. Like we've, we do sanitize our villains too much now. Yeah, yeah.
3: Because it's like, well, you're awful, but you're kind of like endearingly awful. Yeah. Where sure. it's like a guy that goes around, you know, that's like space Hitler or whatever fictional version of some awful trope would be. You're yeah. like. Yeah, you really are bad. I don't like you. Go all bad. Yeah. yeah. Go all bad with them, man. Yeah, all bad. <laughs> I know I definitely love some point break to this day as well. Point break. By yeah. the way, yeah. fucking point break. Speaking of endearing villains. Like, yeah, there you but, go. Yeah, That's man. a great way to do the endearing villain. Very much so,
1: yeah. man. Yeah, that's still a very super fucking silly movie that I enjoyed from my childhood a lot. But
3: man, the, the way they did Thanos is a great example of like Infinity War. The best. Yeah, yeah. You almost see his point of view. Yeah, And yeah, dude. then when you get early, what I'm calling early Thanos, which is in-game Thanos, like before yeah. he achieves his hero's journey. Cause in his, in his mind, Infinity Wars hero's journey. Yeah. 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 He's yeah, he's, right he's, he's
0: accomplished something he's done for the universe. And he's
3: doing it for the good yep. in his mind. Yeah. But when you see early Thanos, that's a great example the of the same character written as yeah. an endearing villain and like, oh. Yeah. You yeah, really like when he says I want, I'm gonna enjoy this. I, it's yeah. Like, oh. So good.
0: And I, I think uh, it's interesting because like I, I feel like his his turn to like using the Infinity Gauntlet was he saw He saw the reaction to directly killing half the people. Right. Like, the reaction was negative. It wasn't that he felt it was bad. Yeah. But, like, people weren't reacting well to it. And he was like, how could I do this in a way where I don't have to deal with the reaction?
3: Yeah, with the slaughter of it. Yeah. And it's also at the beginning of Infinity War, or Endgame, when he uses the stones to destroy the stones. He, He makes a great point. He's like, the only thing left is temptation. Yep, yeah, dude. And you're like, wow, you really wanted to save the universe. Yeah, he has in your like mind. a moral point of view. His, his moral compass but it's, is right on. It's just like it's, it's warped as shit. Warped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Versus, <laughs> Earth, like when Thanos at the end of Endgame, and he's like, I'm gonna destroy everything, and yeah. I'm gonna recreate it. Yeah, like that's like fuck you. Way more like uh-huh. oh yeah, evil, evil,
1: like. And the thing is, too, you know, is I think that in 20 years' time, there's going to be some other podcast or whatever replaces podcasts on down the road.
0: Radio, probably. Radio, yeah, pro- AM radio, uh-huh. AM
1: radio show, ham radio show. Yep. Just truckers talking to each other. Um, <laughs> we like, young people are going to have the same conversations about the Marvel movies as we do about Arnie and Stallone movies and stuff. Yikes. Like, these Marvel movies and stuff are the action flicks that
3: these kids are going to remember for the rest of their lives. the generation.
1: Yeah, they had yeah. the action figures. They had the T-shirts. They saw them in the theaters and well, shit this, like uh, that. The,
3: this, this era has, of MCU alone has lasted longer than the action era of the late no shit. 80s. No yeah. So yeah, uh-huh. like, yeah. Like, they were 10 years just with Downey. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Damn. So, like, they've had a longer run than even our guys. Like, well, I'm not yeah. comparing. Like, so I know there's going to be somebody in the comments being like, no, Rambo came out and Expendables came out. Like, I'm not saying that. I'm just talking about, like, glory right. era. Right. Yeah, totally, man.
0: I I kids also have the Fast and the Furious franchise, which is pure action. I mean, everything does seem to be like It's family. Steve, yeah. <laughs> it's not action, it's family. Ac- action is family. Um I I'm I I it's everything's franchise now. Everything does have to have a much larger scope instead of like say the original Terminator, which had the scope of what if a guy came back in time to kill somebody (laughs) like this, like the Terminator franchise was never meant to be a franchise. There was a sequel in mind. But that was it. That was supposed to close the loop, basically.
3: So with that said, does Terminator 2 close the loop for you in your mind? In my mind,
0: yes.
1: yes it could just fucking oh, wrapped buddy, up right there. It's the man. end. It's yeah. the end, right? It, it just yeah. totally makes sense. It's yeah. a logical
0: week, conclusion. I watched Terminator 3, and it's like a parody of the first two movies. It's just duct taped on, man. It's and like the,
3: the uh, third Star Wars sequel. Yeah. yeah. It's just oh, duct taped really? in there.
0: Salvation has the same tone as these first are this movie, not the first movie, because the first movie is like more of a horror movie. Uh, it has the same tone, but just doesn't have the soul. It doesn't, it doesn't have the, have the same, writing either. Yeah. It doesn't have the
3: point. Yeah. See, like, I mean, so that's yeah, the I, thing. to
0: me, part two is the end of it. Great. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's where I am. That seems like a pretty good time to just uh, transition and yeah, get into the meat of this episode right here. But I got to refill my cup. Yeah, me too. I got to top this bad boy. Off. Andy, what did you run off and snag right there? Um, You got yourself a Sierra Nevadas. Truck tropical torpedo Ooh, well let me a tropical
0: um, torpedo. how's that treating you it's a
3: little I, ipa-ish for I feel your taste like maybe that's my alter ego in the summer yeah. tropical <laughs> torpedo welcome back our guest the tropical, the tropical torpedo, torpedo himself
1: <laughs> i like it man how's that treating you do you like that it's kind of it's, it's kind of pineappley and stuff but it is also a little hoppy a little hoppier than usual fare i'm over here pouring myself another breakfast beverage for me and steve here this is a and actually New I didn't Belgium. even I didn't even realize the brand until I just looked at it. Yeah. New Belgium and us have a, a hit and miss, mostly yeah. miss track mostly history miss. right here. But they've this got is, some hits. This is their Dominga mimosa sour, which I I'm excited about. Nah, I mean just pouring it into yeah. the into the cups here, it smells like a fucking mimosa. That, Whenever that you guys awesome. mimosa, do you go orange, do you go pineapple?
3: Do you go cranberry? What's your move? Well, I don't I like li- cranberry. I don't yeah. like pulp.
1: Okay, you want to So tube.
3: it depends on who's uh Who's squeezing it? Yeah, well, what kind of OJ we got? You want somebody squeezing it smooth? I want that smooth rig. I want it smooth. How's now, that? Now here's Steve? the deal. Do good? you want? Do you ever want a breakfast beer that's maybe like tastes like hash browns or Waffle House or something?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Smothered and covered. I if mean, somebody, come on. No, nah, seriously. A bacon? If
0: somebody was call, like said, listen, I got a Waffle House Pilsner, and, and it you're listening. listening, it's balanced enough to go perfectly with a fucking. Uh, Waffle House breakfast. I'm in. Dude, I'm down. Yeah, it they sold of, it at
3: Waffle House. And, like, what if it had hints of maple syrup? or Oh, like, man. Yeah. Yeah. maple right. yes. Come on, dude. Ooh, buddy. Yeah. Dude, there's this one
1: beer that Trim Tab does. I think it's called the Breakfast Hero. Trim Tab, baby. The, Trim Tab. I can't mm-hmm. not say it every know. time. <laughs> but, dude, it's like a maple donut coffee. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to remember what else is in there. But it was, like, breakfast, yeah, breakfast. as a drink. This mimosa sour is pretty fucking good. Yeah.
0: That's what I was thinking. This is one of
1: my favorite things from New Belgium.
0: It tastes like a mimosa. It does. Do you want to try this, Andy? Sure.
1: Get your pull on that right there. I've I've had
3: had my shots. (laughs) You've had your shots.
1: You're waxed and vaxed, baby. Yep. What do you think about that? It's pretty good, right?
3: Tropical torpedo approved.
0: Yeah?
1: Yeah. Yeah. The tropical torpedo gives it his thumbs up. I enjoy that. That's a pleasant surprise from New Belgium who doesn't historically have a they lot of things that They like. don't always fuck. No, they Oftentimes don't Oftentimes,
0: they're masturbating. This thing fucks, yeah, though. This, this is, is really good. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so Terminator 2, the topic of today's show. Um, It's a 10. Uh, thanks yeah. for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Be sure to like and subscribe. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm good with ending right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, what else do you need to say? This movie is so goddamn unbelievably great. Like, I watched this maybe a week and a half ago yeah. just for fun. And then we decided to do it on the show. And mm-hmm. I was not at all, even for one second, like, oh, man, I just watched that. Like, no. there's movies that we've done on the show where I'm like, I watched that this year already. Uh, I watched this movie, like, fucking nine days ago. And yeah. I was stoked to watch it again and Always. watch it closely and take notes because I knew we were yep. doing it for the show. It's just impossibly fucking good. I want to know your all's history with this flick. Did you see it when you were kinder kids? Did you mm-hmm. see it in theaters? Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't remember if I saw it in theaters and i remember brian went to see it and then i went to see it i mean yeah. it's like everybody in my elementary school was like or junior high or whatever wherever i was like was talking it was like the we were all terminators yeah. like in our minds like that's what we were doodling in our trapper keepers yeah. you yeah. know what i mean it's like things to do become a terminator <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean god it's good and i'll tell you this coincides with one of my favorite moments in all of mtv history back before uh the Kardashians when MTV played music,
1: imagine uh, that. Yeah. Right,
3: dinosaurs Not also roamed the earth. I remember that. Um, yeah, you could be mine. Guns yeah. and Roses, you are, baby. Two things: greatest rock and roll bass tone ever recorded. I'll f- I'll, fight fuck, I'll fight anybody. I'll fight anybody okay. on that. Just enough like wetness to like make it. Yeah. So, anyways, the video at the end when Terminator shows up and it is Arnold. They got him to be in the video. And he goes into the rock club, and GNR is stumbling out, and then it switches to his Terminator view, and he's like moving the the crosshairs around on their heads, and it says slash not a threat or like not a threat or not like he Mm -hmm. evaluates all of the members of GNR. God, dude. It's hard yeah. to get much cooler than that. I mean, and what a great way to end the video too. Yeah. Like yeah. after they've been rocking, the Terminator shows up and they don't know who he is, but like he's apparently in their universe. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's awesome, dude. What about you, Steve? Did you go um, this? Some-
0: yeah, I mean, this is one that I didn't get to go see in the theaters, but I remember like anticipating it, waiting for it to come out in video and renting it the next summer uh when it was out in video and <laughs> just being so stoked. And watching it several times, that rental, renting it so many more times. Oh, yeah. Just watching it every time it came on TV. So like, you've got this, this is, thing memorized. Yeah, this saying. is when I, like, I, I,
3: mean, does, I... Does any of us not have it memorized? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, ben if anybody, if anybody, times. it's me. Yeah, yeah. because I oh, saw this
1: for God. the first time yeah. in my fucking twenties,
3: dude. But my like, 20s. I mean, I remember when James Cameron re-released it and they fixed the windshield. Yeah. And the, uh-huh. and the like, oh dude, they're like, I have the inconsistencies memorized. Yeah. Damn,
1: dude. Yeah. But you know, again, this also gives us an objective window to view this through because I don't have nostalgia for this movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I just saw it for what it is,
0: and it rules,
1: and it fucking. <laughs> Rule. Yeah, yeah this
0: yeah, this yeah. is the first time ever we've done a movie where the only notes I have are just the the cast list. So I didn't forget yeah. people's like no names. Notes. I did, don't need the notes. Yeah. I I know the behind the scenes wow. shit yeah, so much. Yeah. Like I've don't I remember that. watching MTV did a thing on behind the scenes stuff back when it came out. Like there was there have been so many like different times they've interviewed the cast and I've yeah. like watched the interview. You know about the stuff.
3: debate the debate about Bad to the Bone. No. so. Um,
0: by, by the way, I, that is one of the things that I think they shouldn't have included. <laughs> it didn't really okay. need to be bad to the bone. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very, like, boomer soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs>
3: funny that you guys say that <laughs> yeah. because there is a heated debate between James Cameron and I guess it would be the head of audio or okay. right. whatever yeah. music his name supervisor. is. supervisor. Yeah, yeah, music supervisor, whoever that might be. They, he, he wanted it in there, and James Cameron said no. He said it's cheesy, boomer, it oh, whatever. Cheesy. James turned it down. James turned it down. Hey, then it came back around. And the debate is James says, Oh, he never said that. You know, it's like that that's not the way it was. I always wanted it. You know, so it's like oh. now they're both like let them both let the other uh-huh. one think it was his idea. Got and it. they're both and they're fighting over the glory of it because uh-huh. they think it's such a great decision. I am the odd man out here. I think it's perfect for that. that. He's it, leaving it up a, it's fun. Outside of that, he's leaving a biker bar. I think it's that moment they could have had it on a jukebox inside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but well, you're just that, hearing it outside the white
0: yoke banger.
3: The movie, leads, yeah, with the movie leads with Dwight Yoakam. You know it's a home run when the movie leads with Dwight Yoakam. That's the you thing, You need dude,
0: more like, Dwight Yoakam in every movie. When I
1: think about soundtrack in this movie, I think about, dum, 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 and yeah. I think about Guns N' Roses, and I forget about our fucking man, Dwight. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: Awesome choice, man. Yeah. Such a fucking so cool I, choice. I, I, I do like that Bad to the Bone happens, and I love that that this moment doesn't have... It's not like the movie has very little lighthearted moments. Basically, there's two, in my opinion. It's bad to the bone scene and the thumbs up. Yeah, and I mean, and some, weird of the, smile, some of the dialogue. When he smiles and he's I, trying to smile, that's really funny also when him he has
0: him raise his leg and then those guys yeah, 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 come yeah. over <laughs> and he's put like, your, put, put your leg down. down. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> a funny moment. There yeah. are a few moments. But yeah, that's, that's actually why I hated three because three is all lighthearted moments. Ugh. No, is it? It's just joke after it's joke after cringy. joke and like... And it's supposed to be a different T800, but he keeps referencing shit from T2. What? So it's, it's like, what? The, uh, this makes no sense. See, anyway. I've seen some of the
1: sequels, and honestly, especially because the names get so mixed up where it's like Terminator, Rejuvenation. <laughs> so, yeah, like, you don't one, know like, where they're at. I don't yeah. really remember. Like, I remember I did watch the one with fucking
3: Khaleesi in it. What's uh, Genesis, I don't,
1: I think? don't think I've seen the Christian Bale one. that That That's, one's got a
3: pretty cool, okay. cool outro where um, we see young Arnold as the first yeah. T-800. Mm-hmm. I've seen that clip, yeah. I, I that is I, really, I, really I, cool.
0: I used to use it in my uh, teaching the undead class that yeah, I used yeah. to teach because there's a particular scene where uh, a Terminator just finds out he's not a real human being, Shit. which is really like, Uh, a very interesting concept it's got good concepts but it it's just not well written but it looks better than t3 and it it definitely christian bale's good in it yeah word and sam worthington's good you
3: you also described toy story when buzz lightyear (laughs) that's true (laughs) true damn that's a
0: good point (laughs) That is a good point.
3: Well, let me ask you
1: guys this, because I know a lot of people uh, from our generation and stuff grew up on this movie without ever having seen the first Terminator. Had you guys, like, watched oh, T-1? Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: Were you familiar with T-1? Yeah, because I was an Andy? Arnold dude. I, I, I'd seen,
0: seen it, it yeah. yeah.
3: It was that thing where I'm pretty sure I'd seen it, but I was so young that it didn't register anything other than, like, Arnold's the bad guy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, Like, I didn't understand the nuclear fallout. Machines right. taking over the world. The time loop and shit. Like, honestly, the uh, the John storyline didn't hit me mm-hmm. until Terminator 2 came out. And I was like, oh, because that lady's pregnant in the first movie. Right. Like, I was yeah. in that,
1: that era. Got it. Yeah. That makes sense, man. I think I did see these out of sequence. I think I saw T2 before I saw the first yeah. Terminator. t is a
3: standalone film.
0: It is. It, it works is. on its own. That's yeah, the thing about it's a it, man. And
1: part of that, too is because this film is so fucking well made that all of the exposition about what happened in the first movie is so organic and so seamless yeah, yeah. that it never feels like it's like previously on terminator oh, let's yeah. break yeah. it down it's like no she's in the psych ward yeah uh, you got the head uh silverman i think his name silverman, is yeah who's leading the students through and it's like oh yeah this woman says that this robot came from the future and tried to attack her it's like
3: that's natural exposition.
1: And John, and John
3: says it, too. He's yeah. like, oh, she's a total loser. To yeah, 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 dude. Which, like, by the way, great. if your mom, must be pretty mom awesome. had tried
0: to blow up a computer factory, she's rad as fuck, See? right? Well, that's
1: like, what the redhead kid like, says. Well, yeah, Budnick. Yeah, Budnick. <laughs> yeah Budnick, Budnick knew what was up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's like, your mom is pretty sweet, That's man. rad, yeah. yeah. yeah dude. total loser. <laughs> but yeah, it does stand on its own just as its own movie, but like, whenever you combine it with the storyline and stuff of the first one, I think it's one of the most successful dual movie yeah. arcs that you can have ever in cinema oh, history. Man, it's it's dude,
3: and and, and a great thing about T two in this in this vein, dialing down to a next layer is uh, the T one thousand because he's yeah. small, he's smaller physically and less uh-huh. intimidating than Arnold. Uh, but but when he's got this power, this liquid power. And it's super believable because I guess his name is Patton. Robert, Robert Patrick. Yeah, yeah. Robert yeah. Patrick. Patrick, yeah. Yeah. So when he runs in the movie, I don't know if you guys noticed yeah. this. He runs with his mouth closed. He trains for hey, months. He, to and he do never that. blinks. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude. So like there's some again going back to that next layer that makes a great villain. That makes a very believable Robert, machine.
0: Robert Patrick went fucking all out. He is an amazing villain. In this. Dude, the run through you. the parking yeah.
3: garage is okay. insanely Incredible. intimidating. A little
0: bit of trivia here. He got so good at running like that that he caught up with him on <laughs> with his bike. bike. He had to slow down. What? So that he wouldn't catch up with the bike. So, so like, they, he's running so robotic and so perfect, and so scary. Like, he Whoa. looks like a fucking robot. And so
1: here's so the thing good. about that, too. They did some weird trickery, and I'm trying to remember exactly which one it was. They ran the film either slightly faster and had him move slower. or No, I think they had him, like, move faster than usual, and they slowed the film down a little bit to make him look more slightly like stiff trippy. robotic. Yeah, like Cameron said, he wanted there to be pistons inside of this guy firing right. yeah to make him look more robotic and shit. But, dude, Robert Patrick in this... Steals the show. It's one of those roles, man, where I cannot see him in any other movie and not go, it's fucking T-1000. Yeah, (laughs) T-1000's
3: in this movie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, in anything. He plays T-1000 in two other movies. Does he really? Yeah, Wayne's World and Last Action Hero. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. both of them. He does. I forgot Uh about that.
3: Nice, man. And it's uh, another great detail is when he is not nice, but, like, humanized to, to, like, the have you seen this boy? Yeah. Yeah. And Versus the other one that's like dark when he says it, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah, the so, way you
1: can just flip those switches. Really cool. It's fucking scary. And, and, and
3: props to the girl. I don't remember her name. She's a supporting actress. She's the stepmom. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Jeanette Goldstein.
3: Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when she has to pretend to be the Terminator. Oh, oh she, yeah. does so she, she does yeah, so great. She does great I mean, she's Vasquez. She's like, Vasquez like, and But her like, her demeanor, yeah. like when she like. What? She's, she's rigid yeah another one is the twins the security guards uh-huh yeah, yeah. Cool so that that is from too. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so that guy has to, so we forget that the t-1000s of made t t-1000 up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and then um linda's twin sister plays the t-1000 mm-hmm, i right? gotta say shout out to that tile floor for t-
1: playing t-1000 <laughs> it too. did a great job incredible job it did a that great scene job. holds up it really does. And it looks fucking sick. It Still looks, looks great. Really it looks good. great. Mm-hmm. Dude, Robert Patrick in this is just such a stone cold unstoppable machine. Like so, it's one of those moments where that you know they blow him away every which way possible, yeah. and he's just unstoppable. It's like. You get the same feeling, kind of like you did in the first Terminator, where you're like, this thing is unstoppable. My best hope is to maybe slow it down for a second. Right. Incredible villain.
0: So the thing that I think is amazing... I mean, we'll talk about Linda Hamilton, who I think is the best performance in this. My God. uh, The thing he does that's amazing is almost all of his performance is his body movement and his eyes. Yeah. He doesn't do much, like, as far as, like, speaking. So he moves his eyes like he apparently modeled the way he looked around on an eagle a bald eagle so he is raptor like throughout and he basically scans his uh, like surroundings all the time he's always looking around and examining everything that is around him and it's uh they can they basically said the what they wanted the t1000 to be they wanted the t800 to be a tank they wanted the t1000 to be a porsche like wow so like the the way arnold moves is just like stilted and like never really running or anything yeah clunky yeah Yeah, but he he moves he's lithe and he moves quick and his movements are very like precise what about the
1: decision to make him a cop too
0: yeah. Well that's that, actually
1: a little bit of a
3: plot hole for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, Just a I, little bit.
0: I think what happens here is that they they probably should have kept us in suspense about which one is the good one. And they don't. I wasn't going to go there. But the my ad,
1: campaign kind of spoiled it. That yeah. That's sort of the thing. And honestly, I'll say it's also a testament to how effective this is because- the ad campaign spoiled that Arnie's the good guy in yeah. this one. You don't need to be scared of the big bad well, Terminator. Well, but then so
0: does Bad to the Bone, and then having uh, totally. Robert Patrick kill a cop. But at you know, the same time, totally.
3: well, yeah. that's where I was going with the yeah. plot hole of the film. Sorry to interject. Oh, no, but, yeah go ahead. But while we're on that, the um, the plot hole to me would be you're you're talking about you know Southern California. These police departments are gigantic. Yeah. And if a cop car goes missing, there's they a know, sea huh? of cops. that are yeah, going to be yeah. looking for that car and. I don't think it would have taken I don't honestly don't think anybody like ever thought about it like in right. like no like when they were making this movie, they're like, ah it's, nobody ever thought about it, yeah, but after you know thirty years of the film existing, you think about it a little yeah, bit. you think about <laughs> some of his next level details, and I'm just like, how well he doesn't look like the guy he killed, so he's not mimicking that guy, right, right? so it's like now, now you've got a made. missing cop and a missing car, and the entire city of l a would be like, but
0: the whole thing takes place though only over a day or two, exactly true, that's true but that that's a thing I thought too, like. Because we we actually talked about this last week with the melting our top, top melts. melts yeah, <laughs> I and I said that the T one thousand doesn't have a natural form, but in this I guess he does. I guess he just looks like Robert Patrick, which I makes think, no
3: sense. No, to me. the natural form is the uh, silver body that that's walks what I, out. Yeah, that's what that's I'm saying. The, so
0: why does he look like Robert Patrick?
3: Like why wouldn't they make form. the
0: cop he kills be Robert Patrick? Okay, so from then my would have made more that sense. Made my more memory, sense. yeah,
3: as as a youngster. That's what he looked. That's like. That's
0: what I remember too. But I that's remember not him it. Yeah. killing.
3: That's one of. I guess that's one of those Mandela uh, it was a, uh effect. Yeah, effect. Mandela effect. Yeah, Mandela totally effect. Happen. So
1: like, because I totally remember that too. It's like, yeah, he took the form of that guy. He that took killed, the form he like does the with the twin. And
3: so yeah, it, yeah, yeah, that is
0: a plot hole, and would have made more sense if they had made it's it. It's not that a big way. deal. So it th- yeah, yeah, it doesn't hurt. The um, movie, yeah.
3: the there was a really cool thing that I watched the other day. I shared it on my Facebook. It was an Arnold, um, uh, like. What do you call it? Inspirational type uh-huh. of speech. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh one of the things that he mentions in the speech is I used to all of the things that people told me I was never gonna get hired for. And he goes, All of those liabilities were the reasons that I got hired. He go, talks yeah. about James Cameron only wanting him because of his speech impediment, his accents. Yeah. Yeah. Because it sound he said uh, he goes, he hired me because I sounded like a machine. Yeah. He huh. goes, Yeah, he says obviously I was huge, but like I sounded like a machine when I right. talked. And he goes, and he didn't want me to fix it. And he goes, I'd been taking speech classes to eliminate my accent.
1: Oh, and he was like, no, don't. Yeah, yeah. he was like,
3: I want the And accent. now that's, that's wow. Arnold. That's his who he branding. Is, yeah. So, like, yeah, it's fun. If you guys ever just feeling maybe down about your day, I'm talking to our viewers, listeners, uh-huh. uh, go watch that Arnold thing. And he talks about turning yeah. all of your weaknesses that people tell you are going to hold you back. Yeah. And turning them that's your whole to your ad- your advantage—that's your brand. I mean,
1: fucking Alan Holdsworth could an alternate pick worth the shit, and his brand is not alternate. Not picking. picking. Yeah. Just don't pick anything. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. That's his thing, man. So that's yeah, that's true. That is very inspirational. It, but on. it was
3: uh, you know a cool thing talking about the Arnold being the tank and the the more the yeah. most machine version. Yeah. And even in the speech, it is because he speaks way more primitive, robotic, robotic yeah. than. Robert does, yeah, as, he's as just a Terminator he, he and he can like speech. turn in yeah. now, a great moment is the phone call in the movie, yeah, yes. yeah, the wolfie how's wolfie, yeah, 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 your parents are dead, you know,' it's yeah, like yeah, he like watching young John react to Terminator making his voice yeah. is a great scene. It's very and that's a lighthearted cool. scene. you got a quarter, and he smashes it open. Yeah. yeah. That whole phone call seems really good. A boy and his robot. Like, yeah, boy, those, those parts robot. of the movie are, like are like really, really endearing good. and very like heartwarming and we've, for
0: sure. We uh, talked about Edward Furlong on the Brain Scan episode. Go yeah. back and listen to that if you want to hear some tragic shit. But just talking about him in in this context, uh, they, were, they wanted to hire a professional for this. They wanted an actual, like, kid actor who'd been around for a while yeah. because it's a hard role definitely problem was that none of the kid actors could convey a toughness or like a, a real like sort of a sass de- Detachedness. yeah exactly even? yeah yeah so they they expanded the parameters eventually they went to boys and girls clubs and found really yeah the the casting director saw this kid standing off and just looking disdainful at the whole process and she went over and started talking to him, and he was—he uh, apparently sl- just basically snarled at her. And she was like, uh, "That's, I that's this guy. kid, yeah.
1: That's the kid, yeah." Eddie uh, Ferrell has had a hard life. I know a lot life. about that. Yeah,
0: Andy, yeah. we we talked about
1: that some, but he's he's been through some fucked up yeah. stuff. Yeah.
0: So this was his first acting role, and also, okay. So the entire movie shot out a sequence. The desert scenes were the first thing they shot. By the time they were shooting the later like factory scenes, he was like taller and his like his voice started cracking a whole lot more throughout. They actually had to like pitch up his voice or pitch down his voice and stuff. ADR and stuff. I feel like there's a lot of ADR with a lot of his moments. He actually, yeah, almost all of his stuff is ADR except for the speech where he's talking about why humans cry. That's the only one where they didn't like have him redo it because he like did such a good job in the scene. I mean, it's
3: hidden well. Yeah. 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 I would have never put his thought into it.
0: But, uh, he, I mean, he does an amazing job considering everything like he's, it's his first acting role and he's going through puberty on camera. (laughs) Like I know why people are annoyed with his voice. Because it cracks constantly, but to me it's like
3: I don't. I never thought about it, and you know, you know why.
0: I was the same age, probably.
3: Well, because (laughs) he's in puberty, and his character's in puberty. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, so you should show that, right? That's totally normal. Exactly, that's totally normal. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. humanizes him if anything. um, Speaking of that, like real life character or real life person affecting the character, bipolar Linda.
0: Yes. Because Linda Hamilton is is bipolar. I did not know this. And Okay, so Linda Hamilton was going through a manic period, basically, while filming Terminator 2. Woof. Uh, So, she got addicted to exercise. Like, she was working out six days a week, three hours a day for six weeks leading up to the production, and then kept up a similar schedule throughout. So, that's why... Her arms are ripped as shit. She's jacked as shit, dude. She is jacked. Ladies doing pull-ups, y'all working fucking hard. She also insisted that if, you know, you're going to bring back Sarah Connor, Sarah Connor is going to be crazy she has to be crazy real like so, that that intensity and stuff yeah. yeah so in those scenes she's leaning into her mania Whoa. like she's leaning into what she's actually going through and that's why those scenes come off as so fucking genuine they're very because they're pretty fucking genuine like she's really going through it
1: Dude, the thing about it is, is I know that whenever we talk about her role in this, the first thing that all of us kind of go to towards is her her physicality and yeah. how she is just ripped as shit.
0: It's not it's not just ripped as shit. Like it's her not just movements, that. like she, fantastic. She trained so hard on like guns and stuff and moving and like how how a soldier would act yeah, in I these do. moments and like say when they go to Mexico and uh, uh what's his name fuck uh enrique enrique's got that shotgun on her just watch it again watch the way she turns and d- like it's so quick and just yeah. so like perfect like, I thought about it, and try, I got up and tried to do it, and I turn around like a fucking gas tanker. <laughs> like, she turns around just so fucking quickly like yes, a... Dude. Just, like, animal. She looks it,
1: like someone who has spent the last fucking decade
2: training, training for this shit, for
1: man. for exactly and this. one yeah. of my absolute favorite parts of her performance in this, because, again, you think about her being shredded, you think about her being a hard-ass and stuff like this, but that scene where she's escaping from the mental ward... For one, as she's skating around those hallways and stuff, she is crazy agile. Yeah, she it's like, like she is good on her sail. fucking just toes. Just like, dum, 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 dum. And dude, like even whenever she picks up that like police baton and stuff, like uh, she knows how to fucking wield it. Yep. She knows everything that she's doing. She's so hardcore. She's so precise, like a fucking assassin. And everything is going according to her plan. She is beating ass. And then that elevator opens, and that Terminator steps out. And it just fucking falls apart. Yeah, It
0: all falls well, that, apart. Well, yeah, that's it's amazing. That that's contrast. the Michael Myers moment, right? Because yeah. we talked about that with Halloween or with the, the first Terminator. He's Michael Myers, like he's Jason. He is, yeah, he is unstoppable a unstoppable slasher killer. So like, that's her moment of fucking seeing Michael Myers again, and it's in a hot. It's almost Halloween too. Yeah, uh, but like, yeah, she she goes through it, and like, we know he's good. But, like, she brings us back to that, like, fuck, he's intimidating and scary. That's
1: what I was going to say. What's so effective about this is even though we know, we knew going into the fucking theaters that Arnie was the good guy in this one. I wish we
3: didn't. Yeah, I I I wish we didn't. But at the
1: same time, it's like you're sitting here watching it being like, I know something that they don't know. Right. And I'm scared for these characters. Yep. You know, it's like that's part of how effective I think the performances and the directing stuff in this are is even though we know they're not in harm we feel the fucking adrenaline rush whenever she sees Arnie step well, out of that elevator that's not the first time she, she sees him right she right. sees but, you know, face him to face. In face to face 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 yeah she yeah. sees him in the photograph she's been uh, preparing for this moment and they said that
3: was today yeah and she dude. said she doesn't she, it's like she's still crazy you know what i mean she's yeah. still pretending to be crazy or whatever yeah. before she does the lock so um small detail that i didn't catch when i was watching it again last night was the uh, the idea that john had seen photographs of of Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that, when so he John sees him, him in the hall- hallway, yeah. he recognizes him immediately. That's true. Yeah, John yeah. Like wasn't he's born. Like you're a Terminator, right? So Sarah yeah. has been showing, been dealing with those photos. Yeah. 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 And t- John knew when he saw mm-hmm. him because to Sarah and John, the only Terminators only look like Arnold.
1: Yeah. 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 So be on the lookout for this fucking guy. It's probably been drilled into his head since the day he was born. Right. Yeah. Wow, right, man. Right. right. But yeah, I, I just, I love that performance. And, and one mm-hmm. thing about her performance in this too that I really kind of keyed in on this time, like her and Arnold as the Terminator kind of have these sort of opposing character arcs where as we go through the movie, the Terminator is becoming more humanized. Right. And she's becoming more like a fucking killing machine yeah, yeah. as the movie goes on. And even, like, there's subtle stuff. I mean, there's obvious things in there where, like, Arnie starts to develop more of a personality and stuff. She goes into full fucking kill zone mode and tries to Mm -hmm. assassinate Dyson and all this. Like, their violence arcs are going in opposite directions. But even, like, another thing, too, if you'll notice, is that as the Terminator becomes more humanized, he loses the sunglasses. Yeah. The sunglasses are just a way to hide identity and become dehumanized. He gets those sunglasses broken pretty early in the movie after he's told not to kill anybody. Then Linda Hamilton starts wearing the reflective shades yeah. later on in the movie as she turns into just a killing machine. Yeah. Well, I kind of caught up on is that, that where, Is that
3: where he loses the shades? You might be right.
1: Yeah, because they're running and somebody steps on him. That's right. Yeah. That's what it is. You know? Yeah, so it's yeah. like he's becoming more humanized. She's becoming more dehumanized as this movie is going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just something I kind of picked up on this time that I hadn't really yeah. observed before. It's actually so similar... So the way that they play Laurie Strode and Michael Myers yeah. in that
0: Halloween 2018. Yeah. Did you yeah, see
1: exactly. Halloween 2018,
3: Andy? Yeah, that's the Rob Zombie no, no. one. No, no, no. It's the not one the Rob that Zombie came one. out. That's a direct sequel. Yeah, it's
0: the Danny McBride produced one that came out. It had the uh, fuck. Is is
3: it? is the 2018 one where he's standing um, as an adult in the courtyard of the yeah. Th- yeah. prison by yeah. himself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: uh-huh. Which I love. But there's a lot of character arcs with Laurie Strode that are the same way. Where yeah. like her mission to destroy this thing has turned her into that thing. Oh, yeah, they yeah.
0: definitely, I, I guarantee when Danny McBride was talking about like what they were going to do, he was probably like, we want Linda Hamilton from
1: Terminator 2. Yeah, because yeah. it really is that.
0: Yeah, it is that. Yeah.
1: I still love that movie, but this movie, T2, yeah. L- L- die as a
3: hero or live long enough to become the villain. It's right. that thing, right? Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's totally that thing, man.
0: So, Dude. I mean, the one other performance we definitely have to talk about is, is Joe Morton as Miles Dyson. Oh man. that that dying bit where he's just like holding the dead man switch I don't know and how just like on Greg
3: <laughs> <oldest>. that breathing, <laughs> dude. Like, really as great. A kid, that oh my god. Fucking
0: freaked really me out. Yeah. The
3: family man who's just trying to do his job, yeah. who's just baffled at technology, trying to figure it out, very harmlessly creating the end of the world. That not knowing pa- what he's doing. That parallels um I'm not being dark or brooding or anything, but that like parallels like where we've gotten with social medias and, and like, technology and supercomputers in our hand. Right. It's like, yeah, we're trying to help everybody, and like, Skynet. Nah. Skynet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. this Skynet. movie is yeah. getting closer to being
1: even more scary as time goes on, yep. for fucking sure. of, Yeah, fucking sure. Because it really, really is. But, dude, Dyson in this is such a great, human, sympathetic, honest character. That's right. right. Like, they could have wrote him in as this guy who's just like, I'm gonna make a billion dollars off business, this. You right. can't take my money off That's me. That's stupid. Yeah, mm-hmm. they I go the to him. You know. Well, first Linda tries to brutally kill him in his right. family's home in front home. of his family. Yeah. yeah, which is very fucking hardcore. Yeah. And then they show him. It's like, look, this guy has damn robot arm. You created this. This came from the, the future.
3: Grossest scene for a long time was him pulling off the robot. Yeah. Oh yeah. That
0: de so Yeah. When he just cuts down. The, oh. That's so gross <sighs> to me.
1: And dude, he and his wife are standing there like
0: white people are fucked up (laughs) yeah and uh, correct yes yes, um, because it it, like seriously when (laughs) when eddie furlong like opens up that knife and says show them like from their perspective this is some charles manson shit yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. like this kid is a ringleader like weird fucking cult
3: (laughs) but when the hand is there yeah, And he holds it up. And yeah, he's and seen like, it. And mm-hmm. He's yeah. seen that, that He's like, this is the deal. Yeah. It's all a thing.
2: Uh-huh.
1: But, dude, just the way that he sees the morality in it is like, I have to destroy this stuff. Yeah. yeah. I have to. This has to go. Yeah, this, this right. has right. Got to go. Like, he's ultimately one of the only, like, purely good characters and, in this movie. And
3: <laughs> that's a plot hole with the following Terminator films is the fact that, that that's, a, that's a bow on the story arc of yep. the Skynet chip. Yep. He his it, The other movies devalue Dyson's sacrifice. Yeah,
0: they do. I don't, yeah.
3: don't want to bum anybody out who loves the other movies, because they're a fun watch. Sure. But if you're looking for a true continuity, it's like, well, if Dyson's now irrelevant. That sucks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like, that sucks. This yeah. whole point of this movie that's the most humanized point of the family man, and like we're talking, like, he... Kills himself to destroy the chip and the arm and all the goodies. And, like, the only thing left are the two Terminators, like... And then all of a sudden, it still falls apart. Well, still, it's like, come on! Aw, man. And the thing yeah, is, died that for nothing. the yeah. whole
0: theme of this movie is there's no fate but what we make. And then basically, the third one's like, nah, fuck that, fate. <laughs> fate always wins. But the third yeah. one
3: starts with we couldn't stop it. I'm yeah, just like, man, so it's fate. fate. <laughs> just like so, that is fate. Mall. Yes, exactly. So, yes, <laughs> it just and that, like that. That really made the third one. Like the moment I uh, had that opening scene in T2. I was hooked. Yeah, and for those that don't know, the opening scene of the nuclear fallout and the the battle in the future that opening scene cost more than the entirety of T one. Yeah, T one was for like that one <laughs> like was six to, yeah, five million minutes. dollars. Yeah, yeah.
0: This movie, the budget was a hundred million. The movie production cost fifty-one million. That's like with special effects and everything else. Wow! But all the rest of the money they paid Arnold fifteen million dollars and gave him a twelve million dollar jet to be on <laughs> yeah. this movie. Yeah, <laughs> insane. So, yeah,
3: crazy. And that was not today's million dollars. No, yeah, that, I feel like that, I feel like everybody's an Instagram millionaire now. You right. know, it's like back then, like nobody <laughs> right. was an Instagram millionaire. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. And, and this.
0: Uh, I I think I heard that adjusted for inflation, this is still the highest grossing R-rated movie. Oh, nice! So it's it's still above like Deadpool. Deadpool So when you
3: so when you compare that opening scene that we're talking about to the opening scene of the third one, Uh I was just like, now I'm not even invested because you just devalued literally everything from the greatest one. Yeah, it makes it not fun, and yeah. it's it reminds me of going to Disneyland and and trying to get on Rise of the Resistance, which I did, and it's awesome. I've rode it twice now, but you have to get on this app and swipe. So now you're going on vacation to stand stare at your phone. and stare at your phone. Like that's not Aww. the way you want to do it, right? You know? uh, that said, Rise of the Resistance is the greatest totally attraction I've ever. Ridden. Yeah, it's the <laughs> greatest attraction <laughs> I've ever ridden, and it's a shame that everyone can't experience it because what if you travel across the the world, you should be able to be like, I'm going to wait in line for six hours. Hell, we tried. Yeah, but like that should be like, I only get to ride this. I'm going to wait in line all day for this one thing. Yeah. Well, you should be able to ride it. Yeah, It yeah. shouldn't be a lottery. Uh, that's the same emotion that I had at the beginning of T3. Dude, the, yeah. the it's opening just like, scene yeah, You in made, made it not fun already. Mm-hmm. And, and the way
1: that this also mimics a lot of the scenes that were in Terminator 1. I yes. mean, a lot of it
3: shot by shot, like
1: with the hunter yes. killers and the fucking... Uh, the Terminators and stuff like that crushing the skulls under the feet. Well, God, that's fucking iconic a shit. Of,
0: a lot of the stuff that is shown in this was stuff that uh, James Cameron had originally mapped out for the first one, but, but they didn't have they the didn't budget. Ha- they couldn't do yeah. it. That's right. Yeah, he he's apparently like... He, you know, they we know, know he's super obsessed with technology, and this is his oh, yeah. life's work in a lot yes. of ways.
3: Like in my opinion, I mean, yeah. I know you'd have to ask James himself, and he's well, kind of crazy, but
0: uh, <laughs> I mean, like, uh, yeah. the pr- only proof, the only proof you need that this is his life's work, he made the abyss to he test tests. CG technology for T two. Yeah, like he was like, "Is it That's good crazy. enough for the movie I want to make?"
3: The helicopter pilot scene come oh, on jesus
0: dude. and that's the same helicopter pilot you see later who like gets thrown out of the helicopter that actually like flew it under the fucking uh underpass that's so rare. no shit yeah
1: dude i was watching that scene last last night when i was watching this i was like god damn yeah. that guy's really flying that helicopter yeah. like that he's like, an insane person the
0: only thing i could compare it to is the italian job uh helicopter <laughs> bit that, that's fucking awesome but Word, yeah the, it's it's amazing like everything in this that that is practical uh, is so fucking amazing. Stan Winston, just as you know, let's for, talk about them special effects. Yeah, Stan, Stan Winston, Winston we got to. all the practical effects. Industrial Light and Magic did the CG along with uh, another company that eventually became dream- part of DreamWorks. Um, so the CG they had to invent the technology as they were going. This is like James Cameron's program. Mean, yeah.
1: This is the same stuff we talked about with Avatar and all yep. this other stuff. Yeah. I mean, James Cameron. Okay, he is a noteworthy, just fucking dick to everybody on sets of his movies. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. Apparently, he's yeah. extremely abusive and hard to work with and stuff, but holy shit. That guy accepts zero
3: compromise. Right. He has he a does. vision, proofs? and it's going I mean, to happen. The, yeah. the proof's in the results. Like Look maybe, at the results, man. I mean, like, you know, it's Gordon Ramsay or Ingve Malmsteen or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's just totally. like, hey, man, like, at the end of the day, it's like... Pfft. Can anybody Neo shred like anybody? I, no. I
0: no. can see 200 steps beyond. Yeah. Please don't question me, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Just go yeah. with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now,
1: here's the funny thing about this movie, because I know that this, along with like Jurassic Park and other things that we saw when we were kids, were like the big like computer generated, that's not real, a computer did that. Like, this was the forefront of like CGI is coming. This right. is going to do amazing things for us. When I think about T2, I think about, yeah, liquid metal guy and all right. the special effects and everything. Okay, so it took the team, which I can't remember how many people were on the team, but they worked on all the CGI and shit in this for fucking ever. The total added up to 25 human years worth of work that they Uh, put into this. Yeah, to do it. 25 years. Yeah, worth of
0: Arnold with Arnold did 200 hours of sitting for makeup. Ugh. That's 5 That's weeks insane. of full-time Arnold of, your Arnold's of built... sitting getting makeup on.
3: Arnold's career is built upon spending a life of becoming Arnold. Yeah, like yeah. we forget that like he's considered the world's greatest bodybuilder. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He had a whole career before he started acting. He had
3: a whole career after. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, like. Guy's done a lot of shit. The he only reason has. he hasn't run for president is because he legally can't. Yeah. allowed to, yeah. Yeah, totally. He's not allowed to. But, like, this guy is, to me, like, obviously I'm a fan of Arnold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, when I think of, like, inspiration, he has that Henry Ford, Koch Brothers, Walt Disney thing. Whatever that thing is that can make you get up in the morning and he's happy. He was like yeah. talking about going to the gym. He's like I'm happy to put in 6 hours a day. He goes I'm one rep closer to being the greatest in the world. Cuz why wouldn't Obsessive, I be happy? Man. And it's it's like but it was like a reward to him. Yeah, yeah. And like for him to sit in that air, in that chair, like we think about how much work it would be. He was probably stoked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, it's, it's a, no different as as than his poli- political fucking, career. It's like yeah. he's stoked whether you agree with his politics or not. He's stoked get to get in there and try to help people's lives. It's I no
0: wish different. more Republicans were like him. I yeah, don't agree with him, but end. I wish more Republicans were like him.
1: Dude, it's honestly no fucking different than the amount of hours that you and I have both spent not going out with our friends so that we could stay home and play guitar. Oh, I've yeah. never felt the burden of practice. I've yeah. never right. felt the burden of, like, well, I have to get better. Like, and that's just I want how to. Arnold is about everything.
0: Everything. Yeah. yeah and,
3: and so maybe James Cameron's a, a chooch about it, but he probably sees that reward thing, that yeah. light at the end of the tunnel, the carrot. This guy be I mean? with it. What? This is going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah, you did. guys are going to love it. Shut up, and let's make this thing. And the know? thing
0: is, like, he's made so much fucking money off of doing that, but, like, you look at the products that he's giving, like – he's dedicated to what he's doing and i'm kind of really glad that he's gotten all the money from that like he's the creator he's the reason terminator 2 is what it is the walt
3: disney thing like walt after a certain point it wasn't about the money he was just trying to make it cooler and cooler because he wanted people to have a better and better time Cool.
0: you get
1: addicted to that rush you get addicted
3: to the rush of being like you're Get how can in, I make it better? How can I make it better? Yeah, yeah. Dude. how can I make it better? How can people have a better time? Well, how totally. can they be more immersed? Which is why
0: right. I wish I cared about Avatar as I know, much right? as he put into it, as dude. Much, I, I love, so I, love much. Much. I love Avatar. I'm, just, I'm I have not a hard, I have all. a hard time it. with
3: it because it is Dances with Wolves. Yeah, it is Last Samurai. Yeah, it's all yeah. those. It's man. all those. And when I think of James Cameron, I think of Terminator. Yes, and that is something that people equate other things to. Right. The best part That's about Avatar the is the making of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's how
0: much it's how uh, dedicated he is the to world making building sure his vision is awesome in Avatar.
3: I love the world I get building. It. Yeah. Um I just the, the basic written plot line is dances Not with much gold. to. Right.
0: It. No, not at all,
3: man. A bit of fern gully in there too. Absolutely. Fern gully. Yeah. yeah. Now the
1: funny thing is about that those 25 years of human hours that went into the CG in this right. movie. The fucking crazy thing about it there's a total of five minutes of cgi in this movie yeah because if you think about it every time you see him transforming and stuff it takes like two seconds yeah there you go. so everything else in this movie other than five fucking minutes is real practical but even dude those five minutes worth of people generating this cgi stuff on computers that were definitely not better than our phones no Like, you could do this on an app in 10 minutes, I'm sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, They 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 make make apps for this. Yeah. 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 It's like, it's no
3: problem at all, man. But, dude, it's unreal that they did this on the computers that they fucking did. Absolutely. Uh, Speaking of... That uh, one of the great moments, and I think the only moment of humanization with uh, Robert's character, the T one thousand, is when he looks at the mannequin and he's disapproving. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's dude. a that's a human element yeah. that a machine would just keep rolling. Right, a machine wouldn't think about that. Right, but he looks at that silver mannequin and it's definitely like yeah. kind of insulted. Yeah, yeah. he's super Am insulted. Am I a joke to you? Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: very much that. Very much. That. Yeah, <laughs> that's an awesome moment. I did actually forget about that. Now that I think about it. So fucking cool, man. Yeah. But, dude, the special effects, like, all the animatronics and everything so are, are flawless. I mean, yeah. whenever he fucking cuts his arm open, like you're saying, great. and pulls it off, like, I still look at it, and I'm like, I don't know how they did that There's a exactly. lot of practical yeah. effects
3: with um, the, the, the tow truck scene. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude, um, yeah. There's some really great moments there. The, the windshield was a big continuity uh-huh. for a long time. I you mean? Uh, James Cameron actually went in and fixed it, so depending on which version you <laughs> get, uh, the the truck will come off of the bridge. The uh-huh. windshield falls out, and then it's magically back in. Yeah, really. So like the continuity would be like the windshield never yeah. Because never they shot out.
0: they shot the driving scenes before they actually. But they launched the truck off the side. Off, oh. yeah. So
3: depending on what you may you may have seen a version that it doesn't happen. I gotta check. Yeah. But if you depending on which version, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken, the version that I watched last night has the error. The windshield fell out. Huh. And then there's also some continuity errors with. Uh, the practical effects that's Arnold, uh, body double.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. There's like yeah. a there's like a His head body or two. double looks a lot. Well, it wasn't the body. It was like a head. It's like yeah.
3: the scene. Like you could tell the head shapes not the same. Oh, okay. And if you go back and watch a different version. Cameron fixed, it. Cameron fixed, fixed, it. fixed yeah. it. Like that was a thing. It that's was like an cool. anniversary version, right? And well, we'll, every version after that's fixed.
1: Yeah. One thing about this uh, that is so awesome too is how much research you can do and how much stuff you can watch about how they made this. Because yeah. I, I don't know if this is partially James Cameron's self-obsession and egomania. Or if it's also the fact that, yeah, he's right and this needs to be fucking documented because he's making history. Yeah.
3: It's an and. Yeah, yeah it's an and. It's a bit of both. Yeah. yeah, exactly.
1: And. So it's like the, the, the way this movie was made is documented so well that you can watch so many great special features and breakdowns of how they did the effects. And the Wikipedia yeah. on this is ginormous yeah, it is. Uh, because it's so well preserved and they've really documented everything about this. One thing that I thought was really fascinating in the way they did a lot of the shots. Especially the chase scenes and even, like, the battle scene with the, the nuclear fallout L.A. and stuff like that. Uh-huh. How much of this is that front or rear projection going on? Yeah. Do you know about this, Andy? It's fucking crazy.
3: Describe the process, because this might be something that's in theme park attractions that I know about. Okay.
1: So, like, you know how with Mandalorian, there's this huge technological breakthrough where they filmed it in front of, like, giant LCD screens? Yeah, yeah. That reacted to camera movement? yeah. yeah. It's essentially that kind of deal. Where like whenever you have the guys that are like shooting the lasers at the hunter killers and stuff like that, that's a big ass movie screen playing pre filmed scenes. Right. Even during the chase scenes and stuff like that, whenever you see um yeah, John Connor and the Terminator on a dirt bike or whatever, that's against a movie screen. The primitive and it's so seamless you don't the notice. The
3: primitive version of that was based around mirrors and projection and that right. is from the Haunted Mansion attraction data world. Yeah. That's like the forerunner to it. Um, I know that's like drawing a very extreme thread uh-huh. on my chipboard. That's still there, yeah. <laughs> Let's but do it. it. But you, you, really, it's the same principle mm-hmm. with a, a more modified. I mean, it situation. really it goes all the way back to every old black and white movie that you've ever
1: seen, where somebody's driving in a car <laughs> and clearly it's like projected screen behind, <laughs> behind them showing it, the road and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that technology, it's sure. But it's just that James Cameron did it better than fucking anybody and hit yeah. it because the editing. Is so flawless, like the the chase scenes when they're in the uh, the aqueducts and stuff. Right, uh-huh. there's so much of that that is cutting between the tow truck, um, with you know T1000 driving the big semi truck that's, behind that's them right. on the dirt yeah, bike, yeah, yeah, yeah. The tow truck, yeah, yeah. Um, so much of that is cutting between a real sim- semi and a dirt bike, and then a close up of them with a movie screen of a semi truck behind them, right. But
3: you never fucking notice. Yeah, and there's it's a lot seamless. of seamless. There's a lot of really good shots that tie it together to make it that seamlessness thing that Cameron's great about giving you way more shots of things like the camera behind the bike that's seeing the wheel and it throwing water. Yeah, yeah dude. And that's like your super glue stuff. Yeah. And when you start Put breaking you down those scenes, there's a lot of that B-roll that's tying your shots together that yeah. you don't think about that are like That maybe James Cameron riding in a car next to the bikes and getting tons of this B-roll, and that's a foresight thing as a director that like shows how great of a director he is. He's like, I need all this B-roll to tie my crazy shots together.
0: And I mean, that's that that's part of his insistence on the budget, like the helicopter shots yeah they could have gotten only trailing shots where they're behind the helicopter Correct. but instead they got the trailing shots and they were like doing it again we're going to get it from the front as well and so we have two it. angles of this huge helicopter that's right. thing that's crazy fucking i mean like again yeah like the 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 foresight to see like i'll need these things this much b-roll to like yeah tape all this together so it looks seamless and it does
3: and it, it does looks and yeah. we take that for granted in today's mm-hmm. world of like multi, you know, $150 million budgets on movies sure. and stuff. Like, you know, by the time Winter Soldier came out, their budget yeah. was through the... Re- like, how much do you want? Because we'll right. give you all of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll write you a check. But in 19... 19- yeah, this world was now, outrageous like, in 1990. Yeah. I think it was the most, most, most expensive movie, movie yeah. ever made, right? <laughs> it 19- was in 90,
0: 90... October of 90 is when they started making
1: it. Starting production, yeah. okay. It yeah. was the most expensive movie ever made, I think, yeah. by anybody at that point was the there?
3: one that, that was the next one titanic that that trumped it i also think titanic was the yeah i think titanic was james, the next big one i'll tell you what you can't blame james for not stimulating the economy <laughs> oh,
1: there you go you man. Can't blame he's him definitely him for that. put a
3: lot of money The man, he may be a jerk but yeah. he may he's gonna stimulate that economy the man's created
1: some jobs yeah, right that's right that's for fucking sure how do you guys think the cg and stuff in this holds up
0: oh, it's oh great.
3: dude i mean Pretty it's
0: fucking good man i think it um I mean, there's some PS1 type of feel to it at times, but it doesn't matter. It, like, never – it never matters Okay, in a negative way. Here's yeah. how –
3: here's – I think we all three can agree on this. I think most of our listeners will agree. It holds up as good as the actual film does. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. shot in 4K. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can nitpick and be like, oh, yeah, it's not shot for IMAX and 4K. Sure. It doesn't have all this, like, gloss on it. But I think the CGI holds up as good as the actual yeah. – medium that yeah. it was recorded on i would agree i completely agree yeah there
1: there are moments like where it does look a little soft mm-hmm. you know like after he steps out from the big flaming wreckage and stuff like that like okay it looks a little it looks a little playstationy
3: i sure. guess yeah you're and he's it's y for two seconds until yeah. he like morphs into
0: and that that's yeah, exactly Patrick. it that's the genius bit of it is using it Sparingly and using it at the right moments, and again having enough angles and stuff where you can just cut it together, where nobody's really stuck on what it looks like. My my
3: mind almost justifies it. Yeah, it's coming out of the flames and it can't molecularly hold itself together, so it's going to look a little weird. My brain hold like my brain will go through that and like as a viewer justify that it looks shady because it can't. It's too hot and it can't like hold himself together. And then when he gets gets farther away from the fire he can, like, congeal yeah. and become what he's supposed to be. I it think makes the tile sense.
0: floor still looks Damn. great. Tile floor still yeah. really fucking floor. good.
3: Helicopter coming out the window yeah. still looks... That's uh-huh. a banger, dude. So here's the
1: crazy thing about those shots, So especially, like, the the floor shot like you were talking about, because the camera's in motion while that's going on. They had to work so far in advance making the CGI parts. Yeah. They had to go ahead and decide on what the camera angle and stuff would be and then match the actual real-life to, to shot to the CG. Yeah. yeah. Like, the CG was already done, and they had to film it retro. exactly so it would match it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of those shots it. aren't bad when the camera is stationary, but there's a lot of moving camera shots with CG in this yeah. that they had to do right, and somehow they fucking did.
3: Yeah, It's kind of mind-blowing. Well, actually. you give somebody that much budget. yeah, like, you, you really true. don't have a lot of excuses at that point. Yeah, You know, the funny thing that I'd like to know, and nobody really will, would be like, who's bankrolling this thing, right? And what did they see in Terminator 2? That's not a mega IP. Yeah, like the original Terminator was yeah. like it was. It was a that hit, wasn't. But it wasn't a, like ginormous. that wasn't a mega. That wasn't a mega. That wasn't Halo. Yeah, it's not Legend of the Zelda or like mm-hmm. Iron Man. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, it's kind of a what niche was movie. the fa- yeah? What was the faith to be like? Let's throw a hundred million dollars to make Terminator. this
1: the most expensive movie ever made. Holy I, shit! It, Bank yeah, either, I, actually. I don't. I the don't know exactly.
3: That, I, nobody ever really will because yeah. we don't know that conversation. Yeah, because it, it takes place with James Cameron and the bankroll.
0: And I, I know Arnold did a lot of the campaigning as well yeah. for getting the budget up and like he, you know, making sure like, listen, I'm only going to come and be on your movie if, if it's, it's going to be the movie and if you, Stan wins effects and yeah. shit too. Yeah. And by that time, by '91, Arnold's a pretty he's a big, big deal. action Yeah, he's, a, yeah. he's, he's yeah. a big yeah. So he's got
3: some pull. uh, uh, it's a huge risk you may have to edit this in at the beginning of the episode Uh i want to i forgot to say this when i see that tri-star horse logo i know i'm in for a treat. yeah right (laughs) yeah right yeah And and it's just like that goes back to the budget thing where yeah maybe maybe it's arnold star power maybe maybe you know maybe it's not but like when they it's not like star wars force awakens where you're like, we're gonna get J.J. Abrams, and it's built on this right. legendary IP that's worth a gazillion dollars. It's going yeah. to be a hit. And Force Awakens was fine, and then somehow Kathleen Kennedy pooped the bed with the next two movies. It's like, how did how did you do that? Because they did Terminator, where it wasn't really that great of an IP. Not that we don't love the original. Well, and
0: it made money. It was though it, this this made more money than the original in four days. That's so. Jesus. <laughs> Christ. That's what I'm
3: saying is like. We talk about the Terminator franchise like it's this gigantic. Right. It was not established. It, was at it this wasn't. Point. Yeah.
0: T two is Made, the franchise. T two is yeah. the franchise. Yeah. That's
3: the reason you had the Universal Studios attractions. That's the reason. Like this. Had action figures. And well, it's video we, games T2, and yeah. It's why we all keep going to see these fucking
1: movies because we're like, I
0: want it to be I anything to like T two yeah. again. Please, please,
3: please yeah. make it that, and it and it never is. You no. know why? Because T two ended the story. It, it is. Yeah, it that's
0: is. it. Closes the loop. That's the end for me. Like, yeah. There's part one. There's part two. and That's the end. Everything else is some
3: uh, like fan, fan fiction. fiction. Yeah. You <laughs> know. Totally, yeah. And and I think what could have been cool with that that one with um, Christian Bale is you know it's like that's a little more story the reason i like this because it's a little more story that's like side story as john as an adult yes yeah Yeah. it's a continuity thing yeah
0: it barely takes anything from three except for his wife uh uh, whatever who was played by claire danes in the first played by uh what's her name in the second one uh it's only the only things they really take from that are the wife bit so like if you just think of it as Terminator Salvation as just this ancillary story to 1 and 2,
3: it works. It does work, yeah. and that's how I like to look at it. Mm-hmm. That's that's my Terminator. Yeah. Because, Words. man, the moment 3 starts, I'm just like, I'm out. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> the thing two is, ends <laughs> so great. Yeah. No, we, al- we also know
1: that with any iterations that are made post-T2, they're not going to have this commitment to practical effects and good ideas and neat ways to shoot stuff. It's just going to be shoot it in front of a fucking blue screen, make it CG, There's so many things in this where it's like, yes, there is CG stuff in it. Yes, there is amazing practical effects like the animatronics and things. There's also just some very fucking smart editing choices that make these special effects happen. Like all the parts where they're like shooting at T-1000 with the handgun. All that they do after that is they stick a new bullet hole on him and make him spaz out and move his arms back like he just got shot. And the shot starts right there. New bullet hole. You don't have to see the bullet going through him in slow motion and liquid metal shooting everywhere, blah, blah, blah. Show a gunshot, make the screen flash, add a new bullet hole on Robert Patrick, Mm -hmm. make him throw his arms back like he just got hit. That's just fucking smart. You know what this movie has
3: that those other ones don't have? Great writing. Yeah. Great fucking writing. That's what you need. The secret weapon is great writing. Yeah. Because it goes back to like, well, what are you supposed to say if this closes the loop? Yeah. You need side stories that take place like Salvation, right? Where it's like it takes place in the universe mm-hmm. that we haven't seen because John's not an adult yet. The war's right. not happened. We've not understood how John beats the machines. Like that's a story that's yet to be told. Yeah. If you want to make a Terminator movie, get James Cameron. Yeah. Have him do the future war and where John ends it. Yeah. There, if you're looking for finality, there's just a, a plot line that hasn't been done. But again. Like, it's been dumped on so many times yeah. by now. It's just like nobody wants to touch it with a 10-foot pole. Not no, yet. Kidding, I yeah. can't
0: imagine anybody saving it at this point. Like, the franchise You're, is just trash at this yeah, point. Well, yeah. it's just
3: like we're, we're sitting here worshiping at the altar of T2. <laughs> yeah, As exactly. generations behind us will do.
0: Yeah, they will. I mean, you know, we haven't talked about the miniature nuclear explosion. Oh bit. my like, god, the miniatures! When in we're this. talking about practical effects, that miniature of Los Angeles looks great. Then the explode like the way they do the explosion. Apparently, like it, it was uh, considered unofficially the the best uh, nuclear explosion in a um, in a movie by experts who understood how nuclear. Fallout will actually By occur. The, bum the boys. way that it like instantly hits this wave of burning, and everybody's like smoking and oh, on fire yeah, before the blast of just fucking full on megaton nuclear radiation just rips them apart. Yeah, uh, it's it's just so perfect, and to know that that's a miniature that they're actually exploding Insane. and making it look like a nuclear explosion—it's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is
1: totally flawless. And then, man, just like seeing all those fucking kids get turned to ash and yeah, shit—it's brutal. Apparently, like all the people that worked on the special effects and stuff like that said that they had like kind of a hard time shaking off making yeah. these fucking little ash babies that oh, were getting blown yeah. I away. I can't like, imagine they had kind of a hard time yeah. with that, which
0: pretty understandable. It man. is, it is. So, I mean, what else is there to say about this? Gigantic, amazing, awesome movie.
1: I'll say this the soundtrack is oh, a yeah. fucking character on its own. Yeah, that's a right. music.
0: Dun, 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 dun. So that's the thing it's so is like iconic. right, like we
1: all think about the Terminator drums yeah. kind of theme. The T one thousand theme, which is just yeah. these synth pads yeah. that are low in the mix. Uh huh. And it just kind of goes uh-huh. anytime he's on screen. And it just makes you feel unsettled as shit. Song choices. Amazing. Yeah. Dwight, Absolutely Dwight amazing. Why
0: Guns N' Roses, and then Bat to the Bone.
1: Did you notice? And again, this is just cool soundtrack stuff tying into the characters. That scene, if I'm not mistaken, is the scene where Sarah Connor is like gonna assassinate Dyson when she's like uh-huh. turning Terminator. Uh huh. There's like a low key, low in the soundtrack, dun 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 dun, while she's doing
0: that. Oh, so
3: that's yeah. right. It's subtle stuff Li- like live that. Live long man. enough to become the villain type uh, shit. I yeah, mean, sure. she
0: she unloads two clips like like a fucking fucking machine sets it down walks it's terminator like she is just like dude
1: one of my favorite hilariously brutal just like goddamn moments in this is where arnie climbs on top of that uh that semi truck that t-1000 is driving and he crouches down with that machine gun Uh and just blows him the fuck away yeah it's just so like insanely brutal arnie minigun oh my yeah, god the
0: minigun just everything but he's not hitting anybody like i yeah. love that like he's his dedicated aim. to this not killing yeah. thing and his aim is just so perfect but yeah. it's also causing massive, massive. destruction oh, I mean, casualties. I, that
3: goes back to the, the scene with them outside of the one leg standing on one leg saying he's like you're gonna kill those guys correct correct <laughs> <laughs> why because i'm a terminator I mean, it's kind of right there right <laughs> you can't go around killing people why why <laughs> because you just can't why why <laughs> He's
0: he's got he's got like baby qualities to him a yeah, bit like where he's just learning human stuff yeah,
3: he's learning what's acceptable and and, what's not. and i like that
0: he gains some personality as he goes and like what is it he says like when he 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 comes back like after he blasts the T one thousand with the grenade launcher and the T one thousand goes in he says like Like I've had a hell of a day or something yeah, like I that. Could use I, a need, vacation. I could use a vacation. <laughs> That's just like so perfect because yeah. it's like that is robots don't take vacation. Yeah what would
3: a robot do on vacation. Well it's very much like oil spa. It's <laughs> very much like Ultron. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. As Ultron it learns uh-huh. humanity and he gives the line they like you know, he says, uh you can't you can't make something without breaking anything. Right. Sean goes, Have you ever tried to make an omelet? And yeah. Robert Downey goes, He beat me by this much. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, oh wow. Yeah. So he's absorbed all of this computer technology. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You think if you're really gonna be like a Skynet happens and the machines come back, yeah, they're gonna have a sense of humor. Yeah. Like they're going to. Right. Because that's part of like what they are taking in as yeah. information, right? So with that said, I have to I have to ask this. Yeah. It's a great, great. Uh, you know, like duct tape scenario. Okay. Um. Do you like the hand, the thumbs up at the end, or do you not
1: like? I love it. I'm in. Yeah, I fucking love it. I think it's awesome.
3: I'm in too. The internet. Some people yeah, hate Some on people it think it it it's cheesy. Some, some of course, it's
0: cheesy. Yeah, yeah it's perfect. The, the
3: original script had uh, the Terminator saying, "I'm scared" and jumping off the side. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he. That's different. He yeah, was going to say, I'm Ar- scared, i going to be jumping into it instead of slowly lowered down. Then the hand switches to the thumbs up. Yeah. Huh.
0: It, Arnold's performance in that, and like, I don't know, it, like it's so robotic, but also still like it's it's very human. Like what, what would you do to try to calm the people that you do care about somehow now? This robot has developed this like, connection well, with them
3: what if it's not that what oh. if it's the robot's internal programming of mission accomplished
0: ah that's okay. his
3: way of telling yeah. them well, once his head's underneath it and there's nothing left and he's Duh. melting we he's got like, him we did it it's over We're yeah. gonna, we won and now now it doesn't happen the machines will not win
0: right Makes sense. Which is, yeah. Which is why like Terminator Three is like a fuck, man. Just don't do that. All this like, for nothing. You had such
3: a perfect ending, and, and, and now you're know, like, well, but what if Terminator Three could have been closer to salvation? And I think absolutely, it had yeah. salvation happened instead of Terminator Three, I think there'd be a lot less hate towards, yeah, the Terminator whatever's. Yeah, I agree yeah. with
1: that. Worried, man. This movie is just one unforgettable set piece after another. It's like when I think about this movie and I think about the L.A. battle scene, I think about the viaducts, I think about the mall chase, I think about the psych ward escape, I think about... Dyson's
3: factory. Mm -hmm. I
1: think about Mexico, I think about Dyson's house, like I think about this movie almost in fucking sequence because it's just unforgettable set piece after set piece. And I think after they arrive at that steel mill at the very end of the movie, which, by the way, you want to talk about some unsafe working practices? These (laughs) guys are working in the middle of the night, and this place is just full of fucking sparks and lava and high heat. (laughs) They need to unionize is what I'm saying. I'm just saying. Nobody's out there looking
0: for these guys. I agree with that. So, apparently, because steel would have been impossible for them to work with, like far too dangerous. One, too hot, but two, also, like, you easily could get injured or die working around steel. They had to use a metal that stays... uh, like, red hot at a much lower temperature. So they actually had to lower the factory temperature down, like, to, like, 40 degrees. Whoa. So everybody what? in the scenes is actually cold. So they had to spray them so they looked like they were sweating. Oh, God. That had to be fun. <laughs> yeah.
1: Dang, I didn't know that. Anyway. Dude, conditions. whenever it gets to that that ending scene and we're in the steel mill, that's when the whole movie really shifts to this super strong blue and orange tone. This kind of like Mm -hmm. fire and ice tone. And that's even driven further home by the fact that first they try to freeze him, and then they end up having to kill him with fire. It's like the end of the movie is just so fucking
3: perfect. It's great. So here's a hypothesis question I want to ask both of you. This is my only question I came into thinking. What if you take a piece of him... Like when he's frozen. Yeah. And we all had a different chunk of him and you don't let it get back together. Right. Like what happens then? I wondered about that too, because there's that part where his like little hook arm
1: gets left behind on the car and Eddie Furlong like throws it off to yeah. show us that he can like remorph into himself. But what happens if it does stay separate? Like what happens to it?
0: I assume like technology would still, does it need like, Hmm. I don't
3: know. Because one thing we're never addressed with, and it's something that I wanted out of a Terminator 3 that I didn't get, is how does the liquid metal Terminator work? Yeah, sure. Is there a central system that, right, that's like, what I was that just, it has
0: to have? That's what I was just thinking. Like you talking, talking about Because it all seems to attract back together, to so it thing. seems like it needs some it central needs, processor. Yeah, yeah,
3: and I'm just like, that, you're going to do a sequel and you didn't give us some answers to some of this basic stuff? I mean, it, that
0: is exactly where I would think a sequel would pick up. Is that Cyberdyne Systems is there cleaning up and find some of the this liquid on. metal? Yeah, they find the thing, a droplet, little yeah. Droplet. And then that is then why you have to go through this again. It's a different fucked up future, but it's similar. You've
1: the, you've splintered the timeline. Yeah, yeah. What happens if we all did shots of T one thousand? I'm just saying, little Jaegermeister and fucking T one thousand. Terminator bombs.
3: (laughs) Terminator Terminator bombs. bombs. I I love that. That's one of my favorite speeches that Arnold gives. Doesn't work like that. Can't make complex moving parts or chemicals. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. uh, That speech. Yeah. Really good.
1: It's just fucking unforgettable. And there's so much stuff in that last scene that I still just don't know how they did. Those shots, like, right before T-1000 falls in the the liquid metal and stuff Mm -hmm. and burns up, Arnie shoots him with that, like, grenade launcher as he's coming up the little thing. Yeah. And he like blows apart in this way to where his, oh, he yeah. still has his legs, but his upper body is just this like big C shape. Yeah. But he's still got the head up there. Yeah. It's I really still cool. don't know how they did that. Like, I don't, I can't comprehend I believe, how they would have done it.
0: Like, some of it was an actual like model that, that looked like that. Yeah. But it, it, it obviously is animated. So, yeah. It's baffling. Like, really I still cool.
1: watch it and I'm like, I don't know how they did
3: this. That's, that's good though. It's yeah. fucking awesome. That is, that is awesome. That's a good thing.
0: When you're looking at a movie. From 1991 and saying, how the fuck did they do that? Like, yeah. That's awesome. That's what you want, yeah. man. Yeah.
1: And just like we were saying on the RoboCop episode, yeah. nowadays when we see something like that in a movie, we go, I know how they did that. Yeah. They did Computers. a computer.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Computer did it. Uh-huh.
0: Right. But in 91, how did they tell a computer to do that? For real, <laughs> yeah. right?
1: I've got one more really crazy thing I want to say about this movie. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys have some more stuff you want to unpack, but one thing that I want to drop on you guys that I just learned last night that I had never heard before. Okay. Okay, so the bar scene at the first, whenever Arnie shows up with his robo dick out and he takes his boots, his clothes, his motorcycle and stuff, that bar is basically right across the street from where the Rodney King beatings happened. That is Yes,
0: and James Cameron claims that they were filming on the night that Rodney King was beaten.
1: According to the guy that made the video Mm -hmm. of the Rodney King beating that we all saw, Mm -hmm. Which took place like a week after they filmed that bar room scene. Yeah, that guy that filmed it had just been filming that bar because he's like they're filming a movie over here. That's why that guy started fucking filming. Holy because Terminator Two is being filmed, wow. and then the next week he was like, "Hey, they're done with that movie. This fellow's getting beat over here."
0: So ter- that's
1: where that fucking came Terminator
0: from. Two was one of the many times that the country was exposed to its own racism. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <okay>. Basically. <laughs> Isn't that some wild shit? <laughs> That's crazy. Like, yeah. What
3: are the fucking odds of that? I'd like to know uh, the validation of that because Terminator Two is so big. It like people would want to anchor in Oh, right. yeah, right. absolutely. You're like it's yeah. like I I'm, I, not, I I'm not a hater or anything. Yeah, I'm just like T s- Two is just so big and so popular. Yes. The moment you find out that it's a block away, somebody can like absolutely start hitching away. wagon to it. I get that. Yeah, I get that. I don't that, know though.
1: This movie, dude, is is fucking perfect in my eyes. I think that the pacing of it. Couldn't really be better. There's no downtime that's, no, that's disappointing. Right. Yeah, There's no, no scene in this that's too
3: long. It's a 10 of 10. Yeah. It's a 10. There's yeah. no scene in it's this that's too This It's how you make short. a movie. Yep.
1: This is how you do it. And mm-hmm. I know that a lot of people's you know biggest complaint is Eddie Furlong and his lack of is acting chops. Is it really? And stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's the
3: one thing complain. I... Because I, he looks and acts like, like a, a kid. preteen or like pubescent yeah. teen. Like. And, the and theme, he very man. much
0: acts like a kid who hasn't had uh, his mother around or his father around and yeah. is rebelling against One of the, these people who knows he's more important than other people seem to see him One as. One of
3: the best delivered lines by anybody on screen in the entire movie is by him, and he says, she's not my mom, Todd. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just like, the bitter. way he says Todd, bitter. I'm yeah. just like, Tell me he's not a good actor. Tell I me know. again he's not yeah. a good actor. And dude, yeah. the thing
1: is, is like if you are our age watching this in the theater, you're like, this is me.
3: Yeah,
0: that's how, that is kind of how people I people are just
3: mad that he's not like that. That maybe he didn't some have some kind of pedigree, maybe. Or people are mad that he actually is too convincing as a pubescent. Or teen. that his voice I think is that cracking might be when it. he screams. And like stuff. A, yeah, he's a little whatever. too accurate. Yeah, because yeah. teen teen most people aren't excited. Uh, by teens, <laughs> it's yeah. like fuck.
0: I don't want to be around this squeaky voice kid. Like yeah, but,
3: and like the pu- like the voice changing stuff they're trying yeah. to fix it's like why? Yeah, this is how old he is. Yeah, it's a about, good point. It's a good point. The thing about his
1: character too that I think a lot of people overlook is like at the start of the movie when it's him and his foster family and Budnick on a dirt bike, he's totally hard ass. He's totally yeah. like fuck you. I'm gonna rob this ATM machine. He's a total hard ass the entire time. After he meets the Terminator,
3: slow motion. One of the very few oh, moments of slow motion. motion, so motion is, yeah, yeah, it's like he turns that corner, and the flower box yeah. drops. Uh, iconic. It's like that is how you use you slow don't. motion. Uh, that's how Cause you do like it. Because it's like slowing
1: down to those characters. In and that he time. turns, the
3: he's like, "Oh God!" Think about his brain. Yeah, that's the guy. Mom this is real. Me about- Mom's in a psych it's ward. So fucking like brilliant. his mental yeah. shutdown. And tell me again, he's not a good actor? Yeah, for real, just based right? On that one scene.
0: And then, yeah, I'll, like, yeah, also the just the the father son dynamic between the Terminator. That's and That's what I was gonna Connor. say. And like, I mean, she she calls it out. Uh, Sarah Connor is talking about like how he he can't disappoint him in the way all these other yeah. male figures in his life have. And it it, it really like builds up, and then you. You get why he's so devastated at the end that a robot is dying because it's not a robot dying anymore; it's this father, father figure. figure. It yeah. starts yeah.
3: out, he goes, "Oh, sweet, I've got my own Terminator." Right? That's what a pubescent teen would say. Exactly. Absolutely, so man. And and in a lot of ways, I mean, did James Cameron lift a little bit of that from the Toy?
0: <laughs> right? I don't know. Yeah, Robin Williams.
3: Uh, Robin oh no no, uh, no, no, no! no. Uh, uh,
0: Richard Pryor. Right. Richard Pryor. Yeah. That's right. I was right. thinking of toys, uh, toys. Yeah, yeah <laughs> the toy
3: is Richard Pryor. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was getting paid to be this kid's friend, mm-hmm. and it's an awful relationship at the front. Then it's just endearing. It's like yeah. a heartwarming, feel-good yeah. movie. And then like you're like, well, no wonder he loves this robot. Yeah, it's not a robot to him. Sure, like, they've bonded. You know, yeah.
1: And that's something that I love about his uh, his character in this is like I said at first when he's on his own with his foster family, he's a fucking hard ass. And then after he gets to be with the Terminator and stuff, he almost gets to be a kid again. Because yeah. he feels like somebody's actually watching out for him now. But right. there's
3: But there's still some compassion with hard-ass Eddie because the phone call is made. He's like, yeah, they're dicks. I hate them or whatever, but I've got to warn them. Yes. True. Like, yeah. True. He he's, he's a good kid. And they do a good job, in my opinion, of proving that this guy can grow to be the salvation of humanity, right. the, the leader of the free – you know, it's like – he cares, yeah, and he True. also
0: he's also constantly showing this like curiosity and this ability to like understand beyond. He interfaces his ears. with technology
1: yeah. too. That yeah. that's one of the things about this is even from the get go, he's hacking an ATM and stuff. And the, yeah,
3: the pivot point is when he when his mom's right. Like, yeah. the pivot point is the slow motion flower box scene. because yeah. he was right now he he unpacks it later in the movie, but the slow motion scene is like that's the moment where like. Mom's oh, this is not all crazy. real. Oh, my God. I've got so much to deal with now. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Absolutely fucking awesome. Yeah. I-, I can't complain about anything. This is, no. This no. is an easy 10. Like, ten. I don't even have to yeah. fucking think about it. Those that,
3: that hate on Eddie's acting just aren't really looking at it with <laughs> yeah. fresh eyes. I
1: think so. I really do think so, man. Flawless. Yep. Agree. I Ten. don't know
3: that we'll ever see another one like
1: this. Like I, I don't know that there will ever be another action movie that's just this. I think there
3: are. I think there are. I think, I think Jurassic so. Park is. I mean, I fucking love. Jurassic I mean, like, Park so much. I think. I think they're rare. They're very rare. Fair. Yes, and I think ta- Lord of Rings is. It really cool. yes, Lord cool. of the Rings.
0: It really takes that dedication. It, it takes does. some at least one person, uh, the central person, just really caring enough about each. Every little bitty bit of the movie. You takes can't a Peter let, Jackson to do yes. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, dude. You have you to go. care about every single bit it of it. Takes a
3: Spielberg or a camera. Right. Yeah, yeah, but they're extremely rare. Yeah. They're hard to come by. Rare. That's yeah. right, man. Well, I want to know what you guys think about this flick over on the
1: Facebook page and stuff. Let us know your favorite T Two memories and stuff like that. I wanna know if you guys grew up with this one. Have ourselves some good old chats about that thing over on that Facebook group. Where can they
0: find that? Uh Facebook.com forward slash dead and lovely pod.
1: That's right. And if they want to give us money, which they should
0: uh you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash dead and lovely. Uh, If you become a patron on any level, you get access to our Patreon-exclusive episodes. If you become a $5 patron, you get to throw a movie into the smoking Smoking bowl. bowl. And then we randomly draw from that smoking bowl, and we cover one of those movies once a month. In fact, next week we'll be covering one, and if you want to know what it is... Check out the Patreon drawing video that I will post tomorrow um, on all spoilers. our social media. I'm excited dude, as fuck. When I pulled it, it seriously was like, ah, yes, yes, dude. <laughs> yes, I'm really look forward to
1: it.
3: Andy, where can they follow you on them interwebs, boy? AndyWoodMusic.com. Yeah. If you're a uh, guitar slinger and you're looking for things like exclusive lessons, I got over two or three hundred videos now on oh, Patreon. I've got things like behind-the-scenes footage from the Petrucci camp, all awesome. that stuff, at patreon.com slash Andy Music. If you join in at the Combo Amp tier or higher, you can take part in my weekly live Master Zoom class. So okay. it's like just kind of having a, a clinic every week, and uh, yeah, so all the guitar goodies are there. And then if you want any kind of other video game type stuff, you know, Twitter's where I do the non-music stuff. There awesome. You go.
1: And where can they get their uh, sign-ups and stuff like that for the Woodshed Guitar Experience?
3: Woodshed Guitar Experience uh, will be at woodshedguitarexperience.com. Makes Ooh, sense. Ooh, that's the place to put it. Yeah, registration is is kind of, you know, we got, we got three weeks left. So if you want to jump in, get your spot. And then shout out to Wampler for the Gearbox and Sir for the Andy Wood Signature Sir models if you're interested in that kind of stuff. Did Wampler give you any sausage? Uh, It's a different Wampler. No sausage. Oh. Provide your own sausage. I bet they could do a
1: good sausage if they tried. I don't know, man. It It might have
3: too many switches in it.
1: Oh, yeah? Yeah. Too many diodes? Yeah. <laughs> Could be that. We'll find out. Yeah, one of these so days. yeah, you can get me on all the social medias, Andy Wood Music. Well, very good. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode in Action August. Action August. And be sure to tune in next week for another one. I'm stoked about this one, and I know you guys will be too. Thanks so much for listening. You guys have been fantastic. We've been dead and lovely. Bye.
0: Ben, let me tell you how extra virgin olive oil is a scam.
1: (laughs) Okay, so I have heard tell of this. There are many an extra virgin olive oil scam floating around in this world. Is this true?
0: Well, here's the thing. All right. Virgin olive oil. We get it. Nobody fucked these olives. Yeah, exactly. They're clean. So here's what I'm assuming happened. A guy was like, I got an idea. He labeled some olive oil extra virgin olive oil. Yeah, yeah. guy comes in. All right, I get it. Nobody's fucked these olives. What's an extra virgin olive oil? And he's like, "Well, extra virgin olive oil. Nobody's been naked around it." Oh wow, it's that pure. It's like nobody's been dick out near extra yeah. virgin olive oil. And the guy's <laughs> like, Is that? I mean, does that change anything?" And The dude telling us like, well, "Does it change anything for you?" <laughs> Would you prefer to know nobody's had their dick around this I olive? I mean, when you put it that way... Extra virgin olive oil.
1: <laughs> that's why whenever I'm at this door, I seek out extra harlot olive
0: oil. Yeah. Somebody fucked the shit out of this that's olive that's, that's what I want. Yeah.
3: There, there's no such thing as anything extra virgin in my house. No, no. Everything has <laughs> seen my dick. Yeah, yeah, um. yeah. It's, it's it's welcome to gonna... the woodshed, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I that for a reason. <laughs>